Oh, as far as this game goes, yes. usually you don't really need to rig anything, but should I like cherry pick IDs? Feel free to, uh, Alexis, yeah. if you are able to use the mic. Um, I think I'm like, good now. Okay, hey, there we go. Because I think, hey. you know, if you play a game and you end up with like... Oh, yeah. Question. Too. Yeah. Do you want me to print that sheet? Is that easiest? Oh, you actually... <laughs> yeah, I probably should have uh, said this before because you could have wasted some printer ink. All you need is a, is a grid, as many columns as there are players and as many rows as there are rounds, which is five. So all you really need is a four by five grid or a five by four I'll grid. I'll print it anyways. Yeah, yeah. Printing it is the easiest, but... Um, I'm just going to make a Google Sheet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Google Sheet's perfect. Um, Hold on, I'm trying to uh, find so for, where that uh, is for the sheet. Hold on. Yeah. No, is, it, is it four by five or five Yeah, by four? so if you can see my screen, on the top, it's a column for each person. Okay, column and for And on each the person. side, it's a row for each round of getting acquainted, getting wild, getting serious, getting sticky, and getting on. Cool. I actually printed out some for myself because we have used up all the ones provided by the game because we've gotten a lot of rounds of this in. All right, I've got my sheet. Perfect. Let me find a surface to write on. Alexis, I was delighted to hear you were joining us. Yeah. So hold on, give me just a second. Maybe I should just remove some of the like non-heavy hitters. Like, I mean, I love Akiko, but like, if you want, we can also cherry pick. How, how many IDs do we get in this? I, you get, I, don't know, I think get random I, would also be funny. Yeah, let's do random, and then maybe well, we, we'll okay, see what yeah. happens when we random works them. great. Random we, works. We great. can also like, how about everyone gets? You can, we can take veto. one to two votes for like removing an ID. Yeah, we can yeah. veto a guy. Um, I know. Um, every time the catalyst comes up in here, Laura wants to remove it because the catalyst doesn't have a lot of lore. And I'm like, no, I want the catalyst in this game because I want to know more about the catalyst. Um, like <laughs> I learned mysterious, that the, though. Yeah. Who's the catalyst? The catalyst is the, the neutral ID, ID right? Yeah, the neutral ID. And I know oh, now that yeah. they that they own a motorcycle and a hot tub because of this <laughs> game. In fact, I put them on a motorcycle for the art that I made for green level clearance because I learned that they are on a motorcycle in this format. That's not in the lore, I don't think, but it's canon. I'm probably going to vote to remove the catalyst. I just yeah, don't yeah. know if yeah, I have any, I don't know if I have any good jokes about the catalyst, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, fine, 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 fine. I'm other just than saying. that's your winningest ID? Uh, no, that's the mask. Excuse you. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, and it's a, only winningest in the sense of win percent, not in the sense of total number of wins, because that's easily max. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you get a card every turn. Exactly. And you get to be Anarch. How do you not win? You know, I've done a lot of thought about how, like, oh, well, the reason why Lat isn't as good as Max is because, you know, of course, Max is pseudo drawing, like, three cards a turn. But the real reason is that Lat has to play shaper cards it's a few things i think the draw is also at the end of the turn right and you also yeah. have to like really contort what you're doing to be able to do it and also back when stim hack was a thing the corp could lock you out of ever drawing after you stim hack yeah 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 i mean there's all the, i mean there's all those like high-minded theory reasons but like i think the big reason like the biggest reason is that lad is a shaper that's fair that's like fair. like you print you print that id in anarch and like once Max rotates, be like, okay, cool. I'll just Anarch Lat. It'll be fine. It'll be worse, but it'll be fine. You probably can't yeah. play a 99 card deck. Yeah, that's like what Hoshiko is, basically. Just like a card draw every turn. You have to jump through some hoops. And Hoshiko's great. You also get probably to play Anarch cards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hoshiko gets to play Anarch cards, and so is good. Did we already start our Fuck Shaper segment? Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. I, I am so pro Shaper. I love that faction. And goodness, it's hard to build a deck with them. 
It's almost like a deck of 10 sure gambles doesn't really do anything. Yeah. Though, <laughs> I, Turns I mean, out that doesn't win a game. <laughs> I feel like they needed that, though. Like, they had, they're missing. I mean, they, they, they needed it, but they needed things they need to so actually much. do they need, once you've sure gambled 10 times. Yeah, they need breakers, they need win conditions, and they need economy, and System Gateway Only gave that. And System Gateway gave them economy now. So, like, that's nice. Great. They just need, that's... They just need the other two. So um, even a pro Shaper player is on the side of fuck Shaper right oh, now. I mean, I, I mean, I... I adore Jasminder Serene. I'll play that all day. And like, I thought she'd be better when, you know, you gave her more econ and she's a and little sure bit better. Gambles. Yeah. Yeah. More, more sure gambles. And she's a little bit better, but I have to break ice. And like, I can't. And the yeah. ice just stays there. And like, <laughs> and my faction doesn't give me anything for actually running. Yeah. This is very untraditional. We're starting the, the fuck shaper segment before we've even done the intro. So. <laughs> hey. Congrats to everyone out in the crowd. You're, you're hearing a treat today. Listen, it's always implied. We're always starting the Fuck Shaper segment at the start of every episode. Oh, yeah, you know what yeah. is delightful in Shaper? What is that mathematician breaker that lets you break stuff for zero? Euler? Yeah, Euler. Euler is cool. Euler is a cool Shaper breaker. It's, it, maybe it's Euler. Maybe it's Gauss. Maybe it's... I, I actually don't know you get to. It's Euler. And you okay. get to break stuff for zero. That's good. That's a good Shaper card. Yeah, that's that's Anarch Color Pie right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yogg is a good Shaper card. I mean, the best Shaper card... One of the best Shaper cards in existence was David, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that, is, that is true. <laughs> All four influenced David. <laughs> I miss David because it enabled God, the card. absolute worst max decks. I would play the absolute worst piles and I would just have three Davids in them and it would let me beat decks I had no business even being competitive with. Cute thematically. It made my my favorite Shaper deck work, which was the final evolution of prepaid voice pad Kate, which was called the Book of Kate. Glorious. <laughs> Something I really enjoy about David is it highlights the secret fact of Netrunner, which is besides a few cards that have some mechanical synergies with it, Icebreaker is a purely downside mechanic. Yep. Love it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, there's only, it is. there's only a few like mechanically I mean, yeah, relevant subtypes, and they're all downside mechanics, which is fascinating. The only way in which Icebreaker is not a pure downside is if your opponent went mega brain and reses a Navi Mumbai on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, there's there's that ice that makes Icebreakers cost more to um, do. I think, is it TLDR? No, it probably isn't TLDR. I don't know the card full enough. There's a weird NBN card for everything. You're not is it, wrong. Is it Rutherford there, Grid? There is. The hell does Rutherford Grid do? Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's a card named Rutherford. Oh, interesting. There, yeah, yeah, that's my that's my deep knowledge. Uh, no, that's the Tracy one. What's the one that's increasing the cost to pay to use icebreakers, or maybe non icebreakers? All right, I'll think about that for myself. I have no clue. That'll yeah. be my own business. It probably won't be relevant for the cast because yeah, we're talking will... very like this is more Netrunner than I think we intended to talk the entire episode. Yeah, so. I will say <laughs> that um, when I was a guest on this show before, at when the episode came out, it was the longest episode of yours with a single guest. I think your like world's interviews were longer, but I was on that too, I think. So basically, like I had the record of most long episode, and mm -hmm. that's been broken out of the water since I went on. But you know, now that I've been able to be on again, I was thinking, oh, great, this will be my opportunity. And thankfully, you put out the, the movie. So mm -hmm. now I have no pressure 
to <laughs> to like drag things out by like oh let me just search up this like nbn upgrade that i can't remember the name of maybe it's a nice actually because that was my plan initially i was just gonna like hey let's all talk about like obscure regions are we sure we know what manta grid does like let's just double check oh, our group um, is going deep into weird obscure stuff because we're actually we're getting like <laughs> physical copies of reboot printed Ooh. oh fun so we're like wow. hmm. oh so, so all of all of the cards that like i don't know their name because they were bad and there was never any reason for me to know them like they got their numbers changed and they're actually good You're now. Like, Wait a minute. Fuck. Ian Sterling actually looks okay. Whoa. I mean, what what, always what's, uh, at, what, what always number did they change okay. on Ian? What, what number changed on influence. Ian? They made yeah. Actually, yeah. Like Ian, yeah. Ian with 15 influence would be pretty fucking... Ooh. Actually, Ian I with 15 a... influence would probably be bad for the game. <laughs> the weird thing about Ian I... is he just wants to sit back and do Shaper stuff. So like... Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. We love that. <laughs> All right, we I haven't even started yet, but cut the feed. Hello, and welcome back to the Slums Cast. I'm your co-host, Neuropanzer, and this is actually an intervention because I recently cube-drafted potatoes. Good lord, man. How dare you? <laughs> wow, that was serious enough to fuck up the intro. <laughs> I suppose I should have said my part, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm Josh, a.k.a. Orbital Tangent, still Netrunner's okayest player. If this is the first time you've stumbled upon the Slums cast and you were not so shocked by my admission just now that you immediately turned it off, I should let you know it will not get better from here. This podcast is about genuinely trying and spectacularly failing to be good at Netrunner. As is pretty obvious from what I said, it will not make you a better person, but it also won't make you better at Netrunner. That's the bad news. It does have two special guests today, though, so... I have some good news if you've been keeping the episode on this long. Josh, do you want to introduce our special guests? Oh, yes, absolutely I would. So first up, from the mile-high city of Netrunner, founder of Women of Netrunner, a mod that you know and love, <sighs> it is Alexis Spicer, a.k.a. The lady who was mean to me, a.k.a. Baby Wayland, a.k.a. Oh, no, you know that picture on too. Scorched Earth. Oh, God. I have, like, so many iterations of my tag. It's... Uh, IRL Scorched Earth, no less. You know, I I had a pretty good Halloween costume one year where I did dress up of that, and let me tell you, awesome. <laughs> it was indeed sick. So how are you doing, Alexis? RIP the house that used to be there. I'm doing pretty good. Just chilling, you know? Excited to uh, meet my future dreamboat, as one may say. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Slow it down for a second, because we got one other guest. It is someone that you love to love, hate to hate, or love to hate. It's the heel of Netrunner. It's Sanjay Kolkacek. Hello. I think um, I'm really excited to have broken in a second heel persona after Last Worlds. I have, you know, my normal anti-working hard heel persona, but now I have a new one, which is really trying to get mentioned on podcasts. So uh, <laughs> uh, we played right into it. Oh yeah. no! Welcome me. Cut the feed. It's appropriate, though. It's it's very appropriate that you bring this up, because one of the things that we really do need to talk about in this episode is being a heel. Oh, yeah. Pants, why did you emphasize that? Like it was Don't like it. A pun? <laughs> because it is a pun. 
a heel is a part of a loaf of bread, Josh. Come on. Oh, you it's bastard. time for baking up think loaves. <sighs> God, that's just as good as I thought it would be. Yeah, that's beautiful. Up. I love that. Oh, God. So as always, we're starting off with baking up think loaves. And this is going to be a bakery, as it often is. The first loaf that we have to discuss here, and this is for both of you. What is the worst card that you expect to win a store championship regional this year? A circuit opener. A circuit opener this year. Oh, wow. Um, Is that a cop-out if I say Rizeki? You have to give us the definition of worst you're using, because like that card's pretty good. Good in a sense as how it plays versus how it is for the game. Got him. I am on record as at every opportunity saying, fuck the green orb. So, Ooh, um, I'm going to say Marjana. The fuck what, does that even do? What does that do? That that's the that's the um, criminal barrier breaker that has a lion on it. Oh, I think it's gonna win. I think somebody's gonna be so greedy with their influence in their criminal deck that they can't play paperclips. They're just gonna crush people with this cool lion that costs zero. That seems way off. I regret this choice. Eh, it very <laughs> easily could happen. Like part of the criminal experience is getting way too greedy, getting punished but still luck sacking six points off of R&D in the first three turns. Yeah, it just seems like people who have Netrunner savvy to not play Marjana in the deck are going to be heavily favored in these tournaments. But, you know, I'm sticking to it. It's got cool art. That's going to intimidate the opponents. It might cost less to break things if you make a run, which has got to be good. Yeah, Marjana. Is that a card that you play in the Tagme criminal decks? Then this is like a valid pick. To uh, break what? To To save on influence. Yeah. Because um, like, they mean, are pretty influence greedy because they often want the Obelis. I feel like the biggest problem, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, and this is probably way off topic of where we need to be, but Almakua is a pretty good fractor. Like, it breaks vanilla. What else do you need? Damn. I'm still holding out for Algo trading, so, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Algo trading. Is that still legal? One moment. I, I need so. to figure out what card that is. <laughs> oh, you don't know Algo trading? What's I, 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 oh, come I think on. I remember it, but I don't a hundred percent it's the best card out of the cycle is this is this the you lose money for two turns and then you slowly make money in the future okay or or oh yeah here we go resource job it's got a zero you should just sell it to aesops like that's my first that's my first note for this card uh well this was in blood money what a a stark difference (laughs) what a pack pack. holy what the hell blood money is off the chain what the thing I love this about must Algo- be the slums cast of blood money. <laughs> the thing I love no, about it's Algo not trading, even okay. it's a two card cycle because they also printed the same effect in Corp, and it's the better yeah. version of it. Um, <laughs> I remember oh I left God. work early to buy blood money when it came out. That was the time. Remember that? I mean, you got to fuel your Nasir decks once personal workshop leaves, and Algo Trading does it. For those in the audience who, like me, did not know what Algo Trading did, when your turn begins, you may move up to three credits from your credit pool to Algo Trading. When your turn begins, place two credits on Algo Trading from the bank if there are at least six credits on it, and then you can click trash to take all credits from Algo Trading. So you see the idea. The idea is this is two green orbs. It's just that you have to invest two turns a click and six credits of your money to start getting your green orbs. The best part is, is you can't even start putting the money when you install it. You have to wait the next turn. Oh my God, you're right. Because it's when your turn Ah, begins. No. (laughs) 
It's so amazing. Oh, God. If I someone genuinely wins a, a, a circuit open with Algo trading, then, like, they deserve it. They Thanks. deserve that W. <laughs> I, I understand that buys are no longer a thing, but if you win a circuit open with algo trading, you should get a buy. Yes, that's that's a special. Ah. I played this card in draft a couple times. And it in was, draft, I bet it's like not terrible. It, it made money. Like I bet it's still not good, but I bet it's also just like not terrible. I haven't well, played it since Nasir rotated. That was a nice place. You know, your money's a little fragile. A little. So you just, yeah, you just a little <laughs> volatile. So you just put it somewhere safe, Bitcoin. Um, and uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus Christ, are we going to get crypto bros listening to Slums Gas now? I don't Ooh. want that. I don't well, want I guess that. Algo trade, is, is Algo trading Bitcoin? Maybe it's not. It kind of is, I think. Yeah. No wonder you're expected to lose money forever when you play Algo trading then. <laughs> it could be uh, Bitcoin's lesser cousin, Shitcoin. Which is actually a thing. <sighs> Sorry to bring the mood of the podcast down. It's good. Like the, the mood is improving. We're moving past Bitcoin. We're talking about bad cards. On that note, we have a bonus love here. What is your pet bad ID? I might already know the answer for you someday. <sighs> We're putting air quotes around bad, so like you don't have to admit that it's bad. Only current, or can we talk about? Like, oh, it could be past as well. Old yeah. times. Okay, this is divisive. One of my favorite IDs in the game. I think it's amazing. A lot of people here love it. It was like the first ID. I was like, okay, I'm just starting to play Netrunner. And this is what I'm going to seriously think about deck building for the first time. None other than our favorite Wayland ID, Grindle. Grindle. Yeah. Don't know if it can be. It's it's not great. But being able to uh, sometimes just win on turn three is really fun. Turns out. I love that ID. Love it. Love it. Love it to death. I have to agree. I, I also love Grendel. How can you not like it? It's just... Ugh. It's it, incredible it, Val counterplay. Yes. <laughs> Indeed. It yeah. also allows me to inject just on an ID level a little bit of thirst into the game of Netrunner because I have been known to call it Grundle, Taint, Fleshy Funbridge. We're cutting that from the final episode. I mean, it's going to alienate Beowulf fans, so it's a good idea to cut it. Where's the Beowulf card? I want a Beowulf card. Yeah, I mean, I guess Reina Roja is, is the Beowulf as the person mm. who goes up against Grendel. Not enough dragon fighting yeah. is the issue. Reina has not slain any dragon ice. I guess Anarchs are generally pro-dragon. I mean, that's why... Keiko, yeah. Ke yeah, that's why Hoshigo is Anarch. You know, you're like, what is, how is this an Anarch? It's because they're pro-dragons. Yeah, this is really just the FFG fucking up the theme all over here. Come on, guys. And that's why Grendel's a bad ID. Oh, for oh, it's it's a tough one. Um, I would say the card that the ID that I have a lot of affinity that I would call it a pet card that is the most unequivocally bad is probably Khan. When um, I think of you, Sanjay, I'm not gonna lie. I only think of Jesmender. The thing about me is that like I, I get I get in my in a bad head space with once something becomes good, like I'm loath to play it. Like it was actually a big deal that I played Max at Worlds because it's like, yeah, I enjoy this ID to heck with my own, you know, my own hangups. I'm just going to play an ID that I enjoy at Worlds. I love Jessmender, played so much Tenon, like I most, mostly play bad IDs. Yeah, Jessmender for sure. Absolutely pet ID. That's not very good. But love me some Khan. Love me some Nero. If it's bad, I want to play it. I love that Nero actually was a card that got played against me in a regional once. It was John D'Alessandri up at the Durham regional. 
So he was like, I'm going to play that stupid power tap security nexus criminal deck. Oh, but instead God. of being Andy, I'm going to be Nero. Uh, so a really important breaking news on Nero in terms of like what Nero can do. Since always have a backup plan, Nero now does stuff. Let's say you have a, a server that has 17 ice on it. The core can't res any of it, but there's already a surveyor res. How do you get through that server? Boomerang. Also, there's no Mumbai grid, so you can't use Boomerang, sorry. Oh, no! Um, and there's also a, a pop-up window that's res as well, so you can't inside job Amazing. it. You can always have a backup plan. You run it, you get through the pop-up window, jack out when you encounter the surveyor, and then you just go back in, bypass it. Nero is the only ID that can do that. So powerful. Mm. I, I just started, was doing a stream with Ed and rebirthed out of Nero. And I was like, sincerely mad about it. I was missing my ID ability so badly. It was great, baby. What really strikes me here is, you know how chess has puzzles? <laughs> we need Netrunner puzzles. Like, <laughs> yeah, I understand that there used to be like the CI7 the cookbook CI, thread that had the... the yeah, we, we need that for things other than just scoring seven points in a single turn like a nerd. Give us the real puzzles that the people really need. Like, <laughs> yeah, how what... do you break a 34 strength surveyor? I guess the perfect puzzle would be where you have rebirth and always have a backup plan in hand. And then it's like, how do you get into the server? Like, obviously you rebirth into Nero. Clearly. <laughs> I have gotten messed up by Nero before. Definitely had some cheeky, oh, let's res this archer. Yeah. Wait a minute. Devastating. Oh. <laughs> but Nero did also receive in the next cycle, the nerf that Nero did not really need or next cycle, one of the next ones, which was a Nazi. Oh, cool. <laughs> I get to jack out and still get hit by a Nazi's effect. I mean, yeah, but I, I just got to shout out to Nisei, like have been doing so much love to Nero, printing Ahab, printing Drafter, just great stuff you want to, you don't want to deal with. You can tell that the number one goal in Nisei design is like, how can we rehabilitate this ID? On that note, though, of rehabilitating these IDs, if each of you could buff the bad ID that you love in one way, how would you do that? How would you make it better? So this is too easy for me mm -hmm. because as a reboot enthusiast, this has already been done. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I love how it was done. It was just done in such a great, it's just my two of note from that. Grindle, you know, we all know it. We all love it. Now starts with 13 credits. Same influence, but just gets 13 bucks, which is pretty sick, pretty slick. You just got a free green beans. Yeah, exactly. Value town. Yeah. My personal favorite rescue from the depths. You know, everyone's second favorite Wayland ID. Because we built it, not to be confused with building a better world, because we built it famously doing nothing at all. If I had to quote the rules text, I couldn't right now. I think it has to do something with advanceable ice, maybe. Yeah, you get a reoccurring credit to advance ice. Just the one. That is just incredible. Imagine what a now, strong ID. That same ability, same deck size, but you now have 22 influence. <laughs> this is a reality that you can play. <laughs> like, Amazing. This idea ability is so bad. They were like, a reasonable buff is to give it seven extra influence. That's incredible. I have played it before. I like played it in kind of the early days. And it is not insane. Functions as you would. Turns out if you have an ID that's blank, <laughs> 22 influence is kind of the point where it starts uh, doing. Well, isn't there an HB ID where its entire thing is that there's 22 influence, but it has a drawback. I don't want to yeah, know what uh, the reboot version of that is. I want to think in my head that the reboot balance team was like, yeah, 
it's Wayland. They need to have that buff versus the <laughs> HBID. How could you forget the name of Custom Biotics? Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Alexis, did you specifically and did Colorado in general invent identity crisis? Yes. Um, so my answer to that question in terms of my two pet IDs, two of the pet IDs I mentioned, Jessmender and Khan, if you're a Khan deck, you just want to play like weird stuff like Chameleons, Aesop's Pawn Shop, a bunch of weird shaper cards. Oh, hell yeah. And if you're a Jessmender deck, you just want to play like Hot Pursuits and Bachlan Botchkins. Don't change to the text, just trade factions. Just, just swap the room. Give Khan to Shaper. Jessmender goes and be, is a criminal. The decks would both work like a dream. Amazing. I love that. I'm sold. I mean, that's I mean, it sick. is it is obviously a big uh, color pie break in terms of criminals' well documented ability to install cards from HQ. You know, with Savoir Faire and Khan <laughs> and uh, maybe another card. And yeah, not Da Vinci. That's messed up. Da Vinci and Haley are huge color pie breaks. It's absolutely on on. Once you put those If it's together, not from the deck, what the fuck is it doing in green? Yeah. How do you think Shaper One Worlds stole all the best things from Criminal? Speaking of stealing, speaking of things <laughs> that will get you thrown into jail, <laughs> suppose that you have been thrown into Nisei jail, the, the oh, darkest, I'm, deepest part of it. I'm already in the depths of the deepest dungeon that can be exi- that exists. <laughs> in that case, this is actually a very relevant question for you. So oh, you're, no. you're in the depths of Nisei jail. You encounter a single character from the Netrunner universe who agrees to help you escape so that you can deliver a vital shipment of scoops to save your family. Who would be the best character to find there? This character, I assume, has also been sentenced to crimes and is in their place in Nisei jail, yes? Yes, but like you don't have to figure out which crime they were sentenced for. Assume that they They're just, just in there, there for something. Yeah. something. Well, Andy, Andy's not really in jail, right? I, I, guess, I guess Andy's the exception. Like You can't send Andy to jail. I'm trying to jail. think of who would be in jail. I think Andy very explicitly escaped jail. I'm not a legal expert, but if if you change your hair, uh, you're not legally obligated to. Unrecognizable. Yeah, yeah. You're not accountable for your crimes you commit with a different hair color. Your Honor, I was a brunette then. (laughs) Yeah. Obvious jail inmates. So noise and wizard definitely come to mind. They're way in the depths. Mm-hmm. You can, but you can't. Uh, again, no, but I don't think I can't. You can't do anything with them. No, they are useless in this situation. Let's just assume that, regardless of whether you think the person would have committed a crime and gotten thrown in jail, assume that they are there, just to make it easier. Hmm. Let me think. Let me think. First off, the top of my head, definitely based on just kind of wit and trickiness alone. Honestly, Haley, she's a smart lady. She does have that book knowledge. That's she has lots of hidden little tricks that you might not expect and kind of unassuming. Seems pretty good. Wouldn't be uh, too obvious flaunting any kind of, I guess, criminal or chaotic energies. I would say if we're assuming that whoever this is would have my back, <laughs> I would pick uh, Elizabeth Mills. I want the power of a corporation well, I don't know uh, if on my back. Oh. If we're not assuming that, we have to have somebody that I actually get along with or that would actually have my back. Pick Val. Oh, short of great. having short of having just the like absolute power of a corporation behind my back, which I think Nisei would quake if Wayland was after them, as they should. Uh, I mean, like Wayland kills people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This and, is a reasonable his, thing to be yeah. afraid of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, all the corpse, you don't want to be on their bad side. But if I really needed a hero, I needed uh, an advocate, I needed somebody who has my back, I would pick Val. No, unlike the morality and getting 
shit fixed scale val is probably on the top yeah. yeah and also i think i think nisei is a bunch of nice people and i think if they were getting bad publicity for something they'd reconsider one of the things that's fun about val is I think this works even if she isn't in Nisei jail with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, the the entire card investigative journalism is like, you know, fixing the frame job, right? Like, congratulations, you're cleared of your Nisei crimes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The the, the classic way that you get a bad publicity. Frame job. (laughs) Love that card. (laughs) What do you have to do to trash a person? Is that right? For Mm -hmm. frame job? You have to sacrifice an agenda. Oh, Oh, nice. Ouchie. The lore of sacrificing a Miranda Rhapsody fan site. To... <laughs> <laughs> Why did this site go down? Oh, probably because of Wayland. You should be mad at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wayland C and D'd them. <laughs> this was where I got my news. Oh, uh, okay, wow. Well, you're getting your news from a fan site. Woof. I mean, yeah. that yeah. is the media landscape. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, only, let's, only let's site, turn this... Oh, sorry, if, go ahead. If only sites that people made existed anymore. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> Wordle's the last one. Like, ah, bless you, Wordle. <laughs> hey, I you can make it. your own website with this. And they keep reminding me of that fact. Free sponsorship. <laughs> no free clout. We're bleeping that name. Yeah. <laughs> now they're going to wonder if it's or the other one. Uh, Stop it. Stop saying the name. That's more that we have to bleep. <laughs> what is it? The audience isn't hearing it anyway, so yeah, that's okay. what that's what uh, my, yeah. <laughs> Who'd be the worst person to help break you out of Nisei Joe? Let's say that they walk up and they're like, "I'm gonna help you," and you're like, "Fuck no, I'll do it alone." Who's that person? I can't decide between Fisk and Noise. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh those <laughs> like, are good I don't, choices. I don't know if it can get worse than that. Um, I don't know if it can get as far as just runner personalities go. That's pretty. Uh, that's that's the bottom. I feel like. <laughs> hey man, have you yeah. have you considered letting the corp draw a card? <laughs> no, I haven't, Laramie. The value. <laughs> uh, I think my men went to uh, Thomas Haas. Absolutely, that's, uh, that's that's a bad one too. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, I don't know. Nat probably would be but, kind of unfortunately. Nat would try. I mean, what about? Woody? As long as there isn't an unlicensed study to get paid like five bucks to participate in, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, how could I not think for the uh, previous question, Liza? Oh, yeah. Oh, I gotta go back to that. Shit. <laughs> okay, that's, that's a really good point. If oh, Liza's man. alive, she's got your back. Yeah, that's... <laughs> in, yeah. in the lore, this is why Liza dies. Like... <laughs> oh. For for worse, what about somebody that you kind of trust as like a homie and you would like totally hang out with them, but you're pretty convinced that there would be no way that they would be able to help you out of jail? What about like liberated Chela, right? <laughs> I, I just get the feeling there would be like a Cheech and Chong movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. My mind Dadiana went to... Dadiana Shakan or whatever that name Oh, you oh know yeah. About? Oh, I don't Oof. want Dadiana Shakan's help. <laughs> no, she's going to be the one in the jail Helping the guards beat your ass. <laughs> My mind definitely went to Jess Minder in terms of people I'd like to help me because, you know, stealth and everything. But gosh, she has a bad track record with regards to people she helps. Um, Liza uh, exploded. Her sister. Spoilers for Moonbud Cycle. Um, oh, yeah, the deep lore. Yeah. Um, maybe if I only have one person to help me, I'd go with somebody else. But man, she was a good choice otherwise. 
I think my choice is Clyde Van Wright. I know that he has industry connections. I know that he's an executive. But imagine having, like, you know, he breaks you out of jail and he holds that over you the rest of your natural life. I don't want that. He's oh, one yeah, of the... he would, wouldn't he? He would. He's one of those types of guys. He just looks like it. You can tell. Uh, he's the one with, like, the deliberately He, he would bring it up. Effect. If you're ever at a social event together, if you are ever in the same room <laughs> as this man, he's going to bring it up to people you don't know, and the first thing they've ever heard about you is that you were in jail and Clyde got you out. Thanks, Clyde. Honestly, Fuck I think off. for that one for me, you can really fill in the blanks here. Any of the uh, Wayland people with their feet on the desk? they've already clocked out yeah (laughs) it all comes back to feet i do feel like you made a heel joke earlier and i thought that's where you were going for what it's worth (laughs) fuck it should have been (laughs) so i was like oh god I do feel like, um, on the other hand, like as far as the people who have their hands behind their head, there's a lot of them. I feel like if if they had my back, I would trust them. Like Keegan Lane, if he's on my side, he'll get the job done. I trust that guy. Keegan Lane's a very different feel than the than the feet on the desk. No, no, those. Like I know his hands are in a similar position, but like Keegan Lane will fuck you. Like. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you necessarily want to hang out with him after he gets you out, but like maybe you do. I don't know. Wait, Depends how could what kind I be of night so, you're going for. How could I be so foolish and forget John Massanori? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's the ultimate <laughs> in this situation. Oh, my uh, God. Oh, no, John. Stop talking to babes. Uh. <laughs> There's too many babes, that's, John. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> There's too many babes, John. Oh, I should really put John Messinori in my dream crush deck. <laughs> He's not in there. Um, what? And it's mostly runner IDs and a few select corp cards. On that note, there are a few things that we do need to get to in this episode. We'll be getting to dream crush in a moment. We have other things to discuss. We do. It was recently the end of the year, which makes it a perfect time to talk about what we learned in 2021, the ways that we've grown, the ways that the Slums cast has become, shockingly, more of a real podcast. There has to be a name of a card that describes that feeling. I'm thinking a purple econ card that's like completely busted. You know, something that really gets at the, the feeling of how we've started to... um. To, to function completely. I've got it. Five level clearance. That's it? You that, did say purple, yeah. That, <laughs> I guess I was not specific enough. Uh, well, well, it's, uh, yeah. Anyway, the point is, this week on level clearance, it's not nearly as timely now when we're releasing it as when we came up with this idea. But for those who use Spotify... Also an interesting thing in the news right now, those using Spotify, imagine, in the year of our Lord, 2022. December is the month of Spotify wrapped. It turns out that since Slumscast is hosted on Anchor and is therefore a user of Spotify officially, they actually make Spotify wrapped for podcasts. What we learned in that wrapped will shock some of our listeners. I'd like to start with one of those revelations. So according to Spotify, seven countries first streamed the slums cast in 2021 i am like 98 percent sure that that's wrong based on the data that they give us in their own platform i'm pretty sure it's a larger number than seven but let's go with it for now based on those seven 
Spotify listed five countries that quote unquote loved us the most, us being the slums cast in this case. What are your guesses for what those five countries were? And just for clarification, in terms of my memory, y'all did not debut in 2021. So some that's of the countries, correct. This is based on our second year. So I know from personal experience, you got at least one view from the U.S. in 2020 because I did listen to your podcast. When Can't it relate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 decent. You should check it out. Yeah, I don't listen to Slumscast. Yeah, it's great. You should really try it. You should. Yeah, um, highly recommend. Actually, it's lovely. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thank you. I think I have a fairly educated guess. Yeah. What about the country of Germany? That's a good guess, but unfortunately, they are not oh. on this list. It's actually a really good guess, though. Yeah, because right. That- 2021 was the year that we squashed the beef with Germany. <laughs> I, I, I believe it was the year oh. we both created and yeah, squashed the that. beef with Germany. <laughs> How uh, is your relationship with uh, Czechia, with the Czech Republic? Not especially frosty. Yeah, um, I'm just thinking known Netrunner Haven, uh, but also maybe not the first people to jump onto your podcast. That's one guess for you. Ooh, I've uh, got a stretch too. I've got, I, I, yeah. I, mean, I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have yeah a do it, do guess. it, do it, do it. So I've heard rumors of this meta existing. Apparently, there is some Netrunner activity happening there. How about Japan? Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. There uh, are uh, Netrunner players there. I love if we're just listing entire countries of Netrunner players who love the game, but want to have nothing to do with your podcast. Very easily could be. Yeah. Oh, no. (laughs) We are listened to in the Czech Republic and Japan, but unfortunately also not on this list. Oh, hmm. let me think. Let me think. We have zero insight into how Spotify computes this. So like y'all are giving very reasonable guesses that honestly make a lot of sense. And they're just... All right, here are my final five. India, Lesotho, New Zealand, Denmark, and the United States. Alexis, what's your final five? Okay, uh, Mexico, Brazil, Spain. Nice. Uh, Philippines. Canada? Unfortunately, Canada (laughs) had listened to the Slums cast in 2020. You never know. You never know. So before we reveal, you should get a hint here. Okay. There is a trifecta nations that are close together in Europe that are included in these five. And you have not named them. They are very commonly. I think that's enough of a hint. They have a regional descriptor, let's oh, say. Oh, like, uh, like uh, Estonia and Latvia and. Lithuania. Was this the year that you first got listened to by the Netherlands? Wow, that'd be great. Maybe some Sweden. I mean, yeah, is it like Norway and. Ironically, you are getting warmer. Three of the ones on this list are Sweden, Norway, and Finland. Oh, congrats. Oh. We, we really broke into Scandinavia. And I, I want to give a special shout out to the Denmark guests. That's the only Scandinavian country that isn't on this list. <laughs> I actually learned through this wrapped thing and through pants that Denmark is a Scandinavian country because I did not know that. I thought it was related to Germany. It's geographically like it borders Germany. I yeah, learned yeah. from this yeah. conversation right now that Netherlands is not a Scandinavian country. It's close. No, not quite. It's kind very, of. yeah, we're, we're talking like not that far geographically. What yeah. makes something Scandinavian? I think just being one of those countries. I could not tell you the historical <laughs> like, origin. We have decided that why. these are the Scandinavians. <laughs> I'm going to go look that up for myself later. I have no later. idea. After yeah, the- I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm actually quite curious to know why, but... Yeah. 
Apologies to the listeners of this podcast and my friends from the Netherlands. This is a bunch of Americans showing off that we don't know anything about you. And, and apologies fun. to Scandinavian countries that I thought I needed to apologize for thinking that the Netherlands was Scandinavian. Uh, that's a little insulting. <laughs> it is kind of close. Oh man, I, I should have known yeah. that having I should have known that having a question with countries on it was going to lead to us accidentally creating a new country beef or regional beef. Or <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> they went from loving us the most to hating us. The five here that's, and again, I have no idea how Spotify decided this. The five that Spotify gave us are Finland, France, Switzerland, Sweden, and Norway. So thank you to our oh. listeners in Finland, France, Switzerland, Sweden, and Norway. I hope you're listening. I didn't even know. I hope you're still listening. Yeah, Lady Liberty is actually a gift from uh, the French meta. Yeah, yeah. Community design. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, Big fans really of CTM funny. prison over there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had one episode that had drastically more listens than any other episode in 2021. What episode do you think that was? Sanjay pulling out the phone. I like that. I mean, I'm looking at them, but I mean, the obvious answer, the correct answer, I'm sure, is the one with June. But what the answer should be is the one with me. You make a compelling point here. Oh, man, I'm just so caught up in... Oh, no, I uh, totally forgot. Friend of mine, friend of apparently the show and very prominent Slack personality, Dan B. Mm -hmm. was on. Oh, that was a really good episode, too. Yeah. That was a really good episode, yeah. The correct answer is it was the Scoops episode. This community is incredibly thirsty for Scoops. Yeah. Uh, Notably, Sanjay, your episode did actually get a pretty big boost in listening when we released the scoops episode because it was the most recent episode at that point so people were like wow we learned about scoops let me give this podcast one more shot so what you're saying is that people came for the scoops and then they're like oh let me check out this podcast they listened to my episode and instantly were done with it I mean, we, you know, we, we got a boost on some other episodes too, but they did turn to your episode next. To give you a sense of like the numbers here, the Scoops episode has more than twice as many listens as like almost any other episode. People really, really, really like Scoops in the Netrunner community. That's really surprising to think that the Netrunner community is more interested in like news about the game than obscure Slack in jokes. Right? Absolutely <laughs> wild. The Dampy episode is our fourth most listened to episode. That's a good guess. While we're just reflecting on your body of work for 2021, the June episode, the Andre episode, good listening. I don't know. I, I don't think the movie can be beat. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, was, I, was, I was specifically thinking of stuff that like, if you like Runner, you should listen to this episode. I think some people should definitely check out the movie. It's not my starter. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you don't want to suggest people jump in with a three and a half hour epic I mean, that uh, <laughs> includes like an hour of uncut drafting. I don't know. That episode is pretty uh, important for the birth of the feet lore, too. I genuinely was really happy that we That's could like <laughs> we could hide the birth of the feet lore somewhere deep in that episode. You have to listen to you almost really three dig. hours of footage to get to the explanation of the footage. Feet meme. Nice. Oh, oh god, that was not even intentional. Oh man, I'm so good. <laughs> <laughs> this man cannot be stopped. God. It was genuinely a pretty good year, which I know I'm not supposed to say. It's it's the Slums cast. They're all okay episodes. On the topic of the scoops episode, though. There were two specific countries that Spotify called out as big listeners of the Scoops episode. What do you think those two countries were that listened 
so much more to the Scoops episode than any other episode we had. Is it boring to guess USA? Just get it out of there. It's a valid guess. You're allowed to guess USA. I don't like it, but it seems uh, too easy. I think Germany and France. On the right track with these guesses. Because you're, you're guessing large countries that are serious about Netrunner. The UK and Australia. So that so, does make sense because I feel like UK makes so much sense, right? The UK, what a treasure the UK is, but like their brand of silliness might not overlap as much with y'all what you're doing. And they care a lot about Netrunner more than than we do in the US. What a joyful meta they've got over there. Shout out to the UK. Love y'all. So you're saying that they don't shit post as much and that they should shit post more? No, I think that's what I'm per- saying. No, I'm saying they're perfect just the way they are. Love you. Have you ever been in the UK channel? Yeah. They're actually discussing Netrunner. It's like, I know. It's, it's, it's weird. Yeah. And they do these it's little weird. like trivia times. Oh, I prepared a little quiz to share with my UK friends. It's so oh. great. They're so cute. I love the UK, the channel and the people, not the country. I want to clarify <laughs> that. Um, I, I just, yeah, I just want to clarify. I love the specific people from the UK. I know definitely do not love the country. Wow. Okay, well, that is another another country beef that apparently we've (laughs) accidentally made on this podcast. Yeah, just pointing out, that's an opinion of the Fumscast, not me. (laughs) That's not true. That's not true. (laughs) You know what? I I, I figured it out. Their equivalent of shitposting, and this is why they don't shitpost it much, would probably be bird posting. Or posting UK fantasy football. Specifically that meme about the bird with the raven and the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The CTM is the best. Oh, also, yeah. um, Yeah. Do you two know about UK fantasy football with regard to volume of messages on Slack? No, but we need to talk about this. It is. First of all, what is... First of all, what's UK fantasy football? Okay, okay, okay. UK... (laughs) But define football here. Are we talking like We're talking American football. American, Okay. Really? Yes. Interesting. (laughs) UK fantasy football, when we had the joy of premium Slack and could see all kinds of statistics. That that was a great month, wasn't it? It was three months. I'll never forget it. Was able to give us more advanced statistics than what we have now. And it was determined that general and UK were the two highest. Mm -hmm. And the third one, by not that much, like not that much behind, was UK fantasy football. (laughs) (laughs) So this this single channel, this single purpose channel to talk about fantasy football, about American American football, football, is almost tied with the uk channel where like everyone from the uk talks about netrunner correct yeah if you were yeah incredible it's it's one of my favorite things that i've ever seen on slack like nothing can beat that like that's just phenomenal is it an open channel or is it a private channel it's public i'm gonna take a quick look in here check it out it's wild to think that the reason yeah the main reason why your messages are getting eaten up on slack it's like oh that's too many messages we gotta delete it is because of british people talking about american football there are 36 members of this channel (laughs) only 36 what the fuck (laughs) i am scrolling i am on today and i've scrolled up for like almost half a minute and i'm still on today okay i hit yesterday this is crazy it's amazing it's one of my favorite things that's ever happened in what? black history honestly it's so on topic too they're actually <laughs> talking about american football isn't it the playoffs isn't the fantasy football season over 
They're doing a modified thing, I think, for the playoffs. This is actually a shame that Laura isn't on because she's been getting into football and fantasy football through her UK friends through this channel. And you... (laughs) That's such a normal sentence. (laughs) You you booked the wrong Delawarean because you could have gotten so many good insights on UK fantasy football. I don't understand why this is a thing that's happening in the network <laughs> community. I don't either. I, I get these second hand. It's great that Alexis is on because you know the stats. <laughs> they are posting They're posting rumors. Like they're not posting links. Just like, here, here's a message. Also, rumors are starting that Aikman is leaving Fox. They're talking about commentators leaving <laughs> networks in this channel. That is wow. how deep they've gotten. Wow. This is incredible. I guess we don't talk about American football enough on the Slums cast. That's the clear learning here. That's really what'll bring in the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically with the UK audience. Yeah. It's either scoops or American football. Good to know. Oh, well. Again, I think based on the data that we got from Spotify, I'm like, I am pretty sure that this number is inaccurate, but how many countries would you guess played the scoops episode? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to take a conservative. I mean, maybe no, this is hmm, let me think. 53. Yeah, I was going to guess like 60 something, but I'll hold up the high end. I'll guess 100. Yeah, I figured one card, one country for each card of the deck and one joker. The number that Spotify told us is 19. I'm like 100 percent sure that that's wrong because the list of countries that had ever listened to our podcast based on the data that they gave us was like. I don't know, 10 long. I'm pretty sure it grew by like 50. I'm pretty sure that around 60 countries listened to the Scoops episode, which just is a good reminder. The thirst for Scoops is universal. Everyone wants them. Everyone needs them. That's just a fact. On that note, even though we don't have Scoops every single episode, regrettably, more people are listening to Slumscast today than at any point in the past. How much do you think our listenership increased by in 2021? By percentage or number? By percentage. Oh, good. That's easier to think about. A pretty sizable increase. I think you had a 30% increase. Well, I'll hold up the high end and say 60. Nice. 637. Okay. Whoa! (laughs) Oh, sorry. I meant to add a zero. Sorry. Honestly, I think the main reason is we just didn't release that many episodes in 2020. There was just a lot more content to listen to in 2021. That's awesome. Thank you, France. Thank you, France, for being part of this. As part of Wrapped, Spotify tells people what their top podcast from the year was. Do you think the Slumscast was the top podcast for anyone in 2021? Yeah, it was uh, was Melvin's. It was Melvin's. (laughs) I know that specifically. Melvin! Ah. I know that specifically. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. So, so you're you're given that one person fits this criteria. How many people do you think fit that criteria? A, a nice, comfy five. I agree. It was actually forty-three, which is kind of. Whoa! Really bad at this. These numbers shocked me too. I was like shocked to see that. So, those forty-three people, thank you so much for presumably starting to listen to podcasts like this is the first one you've ever listened to is what i get out of this oh they got on podcasts to check out the scoops and then they said wow podcasts are not for me <laughs> by definition we had to be the top <laughs> podcast of the year for like 40 people because they were like man this sucks <laughs> 
It's just genuinely. like the radio, but I can't c- connect my car to it. They hadn't found the fast forward button yet. Genuinely, if you had Slumscast as your top podcast, thank you. Yeah. And uh, thank you for uh, coming with us and, and displaying that big slums energy there, because clearly it was the wrong decision to do so. Genuinely, thank you so much to, to everyone who listened to us in 2021. It was an exciting year. We did a lot. I had a lot of fun doing it. We're, I'm excited to keep going in 2022. And I don't know if I'm going to release another movie like I just did, but we'll, we'll keep making <laughs> stuff, you know. Consider the hours of 11 a.m. to 5 p.m which for many or perhaps even most people who listen to this podcast are working hours. What percent of the listens of the slums cast do you think happened during that 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. period? Kind of half of the ish of the American workday. So it's got to be really high. It's got to because it's like you're at work and your mornings can be, you know, you're messing with junk, you're tired, you're not fully there. But by, by lunchtime, you're kind of charged up. Or you're kind of waning, your interest in working for the rest of the day is waning. So it seems really, really high. I'm going to go bold. I'm going to say like 80%. I think all of them. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I actually did uh, fall asleep uh, listening to the subs class yesterday. And Laura, my wife, was messaging in general saying, I know Sanjay has a Netrunner thing tomorrow, but I don't know when it is. And he has his alarm set like super early because that's when I set it for school. Does he need to actually wake up at four or can I change this alarm? And she very intentionally didn't mention that I fell asleep listening to the slums cast because she didn't want to hurt your feelings. But I think it's 99. Oh, in 2021? Yeah, I think everybody because you want to be awake. You want to be alert to listen to the slums class. So I think it's 100% of the listeners. Honestly, it really fits our brand, I think. <laughs> I kind of get it, though. Draft footage does have, there's a lot of ambient sound. You know, Crank is saying something, but he's three tables away and you can't hear him. I had the same reaction as you, Alexis. It's not quite as high as that. It's 41%. But when I saw oh, the number 41%, I was like, stop listening to the Slumscast. Official position of the Slumscast is pro-corporations. Heard it here first. Stop slacking off. Everything I just said. Stop slacking off. Stop slacking off at work. I'm just worried about people, man. I'm not saying like get back on the clock because it's the morally good thing to do. Just like if your boss walks in your office and hears the slums cast playing, you are getting fired. The reason I had to listen to it when I was in bed is because I am nervous to listen to it at work (laughs) because I work at a school. That's appropriate. Even on headphones. Uh, the headphones though, get disconnected. They hear us talking about cutting the feed. They're like, that sounds illegal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot, you know, middle schoolers, a lot of them are pro shapers. So, you know, I don't want to hurt feelings. Ooh. Yeah. Listen, listen, I'm not firing you because I think this <laughs> podcast might be too thirsty. I'm firing you because they say fuck shaper. Yeah. Cause I'm a, yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big lat fan. The entire administration are fans of lat. Lat rules like that guy. Great art. Great lore. Let me install a monolith. That's what I'm into. Well, speaking of getting back to work, you know what, Pants? You promised me this episode would have thirst in it. Shit, I forgot it. We're that. X minutes in and feeling a little bit parched. So what gives? Where, where's the thirst? Where's my tall glass of water? It's in the next segment, Josh. No! <laughs> oh, don't tempt me. The next segment is actually a twist on an old classic. It's why would you do that? Obviously, a twist on the old classic. Why would you do that? Today, instead of talking about questionable play decisions we have made in the past, 
we are going to be playing Netrunner Dream Crush. I'll be completely honest. I only have a vague idea what Dream Crush is and a vague understanding of Netrunner additionally. So really, like this game combines two things that I don't know that much about. So I'd like to turn it over to Sanjay. What is Netrunner Dream Crush? Dream Crush is a game that I believe is a riff on an older game from maybe the 80s where you have a bunch of fictional people to be crushing on and you learn more and more things about them and you pick who you have a crush on and then you have to also guess about Mm -hmm. everyone else who they have a crush on. That's sort of the game. They re-released Dream Crush and I learned about it because there was a lovely Shut Up and Sit Down episode. Uh, You can even see Quinn's big fan of Netrunner has a Netrunner tattoo in the video. You can see his Netrunner tattoo. So Dream Crush comes with these absolutely lovely arts of people to have crushes on. Could you hold that up to the camera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Champ looks wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, it's just some like wild stock pictures of people with like a lot of personalities. Game about getting a crush on stock image people who were doing stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. For I some reason, it. Elijah Wood was playtesting the game, and he's in. <laughs> he's in the. Uh... That, that straight up is Elijah Wood. Yeah, it is. That's it is straight Eli- up Elijah Wood. It's literally <laughs> Elijah Wood. He plays a character named Francis uh, with a bad <laughs> fake mustache. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe a real mustache. Wow. I don't know his dedication to stock footage. I don't know how method he is. But, you know, it's just a bunch of like, here's a person with 3D glasses. 3D person. glasses and a white blazer. That's Yeah, sick. here's a person yeah. with a cowboy hat. Here's yep, a person yep, who's yep. like holding a rose. Here's a person who's like a lumberjack. And, you know, here's a person who's got a snowboard. And, you know, just a bunch of different stuff going on. I assume that they have to throw deal breakers into this because like, you know, yeah, all of yeah, these yeah. people seem lovely. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so basically you learn more and more about them as the game goes. And they throw more and more complicated things you might learn about a person later on in the game. And so basically... There's actually literally the last deck of cards is called Deal Breakers. There's accolades, aspirations, <laughs> interests, quirks, and deal breakers. Uh, I'm going to start using my phone camera so you can sort of see what I'm looking at. So this is the sort of setup. Um, I know this is great for an audio, but we have a sort of grid of, you know what? I'm not going to describe it. Look it up. Look up Dream Crush. Look at the pictures. Um, we got a grid. We've got, I'm seeing like three columns. I assume that's like three people that we could be crushing on. And then several different rounds where you reveal new things about each of them. Yeah, exactly. Now, the thing about this game is that it's fine. It's good. It's really good. It's a really good game. And what me and Laura realized is that it can be improved by Mm. making it a Netrunner format. Because instead of these absolutely lovely cards of people, you can instead use Netrunner cards. Oh, Um, man, that's true. So far is... This is sick. So basically, (laughs) um, I have a deck. It's mostly just all the legal IDs, but we did do some select corp cards as well. I'm seeing a Brian Stinson, for instance, <gasps> yeah. is one yeah. of them. Yeah, Rashida. Rashida's yep. in there. Um, I think the corp cards we put in there are Caprice, Thomas Haas, Cynthia Haas, director uh, Haas, has to uh, be, has Brian to be Stinson, Haas. Elizabeth Mills, Rashida, Jackson Howard, and I think that might be it. Hmm. I want really to put Midori. Spice it up with a bio right in there. I wanted to put Midori in, but I guess only I had feelings about Midori. What a Midori. Card. Yeah, I like Midori too. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I, have, I have one request. Yes. Can we shuffle Elijah Wood into this deck? We can put Elijah Wood in the deck as well. It might not uh, shuffle so. Oh yeah, so that randomly. The, the Elijah Wood card is like substantially larger than these other cards, even with sleeves on. So yeah. And, it's uh, it's not going to be super random. We're going to have to like pretend to randomize it in the way that you have to pretend to randomize two toll booths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think this is one of the best or the best format of Netrunner. 
that's in contention because there's a lot of really beautiful formats of Netrunner, but this is probably the best format of most things. Like, is this the best for format of Magic the Gathering? Haven't tried it, but probably. You don't have the drawing cards off the top of your deck problem, right? Yeah, exactly. You, you never um, have to top deck in Dream Crush. Um, before Worlds, uh, me, Laura, and Jonas played a few rounds of this, mm -hmm. and all three of us made day two. There you go. Um, the one thing that I have to say, though, is we always promise not to make people better in Netrunner, so we're going to have to cut the feed there. <laughs> A rare yeah. pants cut the feed. Also, playing the, the roles that we're meant to play, uh, if you had guessed that uh, before we begin that I was already on team uh, Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy, you would have been correct. <laughs> God damn it. Are there any cowboy IDs? I God, mean, I wish. Pup? Nisa, get hey, on it. Hey, what in darnation? <laughs> we yeah. should have an ID that has like a wicked cowboy hat. That would be awesome. I know. Maybe with like okay, rhinestones like, coming off of it. On the, the cowboy piece. representation in the Android universe is quite low. Should we do it? Let's play this game. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. The way it works is at the beginning of the game, we would put out some IDs. So in this example, we would have Liza, Akiko, and Cynthia Haas. And in the first round, what would happen is we would set up a scenario. In this case, it is they ask you to be their partner in a canoe race. Then we would learn something about each one of these people. We would learn, for instance, that Liza wears a t-shirt that says feminist. Akiko majored in poetry. And Cynthia Haas, director Haas, is a self-proclaimed comedy nerd. Oh my, that is quite the combination for Yeah, you wouldn't expect it of her. Wow. And so then what you do is you do a round where you think, firstly, who do you have a crush on? Who do you want to picture yourself in a scenario where they ask you to be their partner in a canoe race? Keeping in mind all this information. But then you also need to pick who you think everyone else has a crush on. Mm. Then we all one by one reveal who we had a crush on and you get a point for every correct guess that you have. The way we score it is you also get a point if you correctly guessed yourself. That's just point inflation. There's no real way to get wrong on that. <laughs> and you draw a little heart around the name if you were correct. And so then we do another round where, for instance, we uh, are now imagining that they want to learn tarot cards. And we learn a new thing about Liza. We learn that in addition to wearing a t-shirt that says feminist, that Liza wants to go on a silent yoga retreat in Costa Rica next year. We learned that Akiko hmm. wants to become a famous Peloton instructor. Uh, Cynthia Haas booked an appointment for a bicep tattoo that's something 50s pinup girl related. I'm learning <laughs> so much about her. I am and so, this is this. fascinating. <laughs> yeah. And so then you do a new round of guessing armed with the new information about the people and what the person, when you say who you had a crush on, you also provide a little bit of rationale for what you did. Yeah, yeah. I and like this because it mimics the mechanics of like, your friend tells you about someone they met and they're interested in. They only know this one thing about them. And you're like, I don't know, seems okay. Then they reveal a second thing and you're like, are you sure? Yeah. Are you really sure? Yeah. What, 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 what else about them? You can consider any part of this more important than others. Like you can really think about the specific scenario. Like this next one says you spend the day reorganizing the closets with your crush. So maybe you Ooh. don't want a disorganized type person. And you learn that Liza, in addition to being a politician, is nationally ranked at an X game sport called Snowcross. Akiko runs a fanzine about old horror VHS tapes. Uh, Director Haas owns two ferrets. The depth just continues. Yeah, and so yeah, and it oh keeps getting God. better until you get wow. the deal breakers, which are mostly things that are a little bit harder to deal with. And so at the end of everything, you count up how many hearts you have for how many correct guesses you have. And per the rules video, the person who gets the most hearts canonically per the game, this person actually returns their affection 
Um, if you win, Cynthia Haas might have a crush on you. I can only dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. She's great. Um, well, she's got two ferrets, so I, I'm already out. Yeah, these are all <laughs> these are all canon. Yeah, you might be like, wow, I love this self-proclaimed comedy nerd who has a bicep tattoo that's something 50s pinup girl related. But then you hear about the ferrets and you're like, no, thank you. I love this because everyone who tuned into the Slums Cast today thought that they were just going to get some some good times and some hangouts. And we're actually making additions to the Netrunner lore today. Yeah, exactly. These are all canon. Yeah. 100%. Super, super canon. Okay, <laughs> well, let's do it. Let's have aggressive vetoing if we, you know, pull yeah. up some random yeah. ones that we're not feeling. Like if you don't have a strong feeling about them or you do have a strong feeling about them that you think is going to totally cloud your judgment. Us having strong, positive feelings towards ideas that would cloud our judgment and make any deal breaker irrelevant? Never. <laughs> Damn it. So we're going to have to dump Steve and, and Luke. No, no, you can play them because then you just see how far how far they can fall. We got Exile. Oh, amazing. And oh. Adam. Josh, are you able to be? Um... <laughs> Ooh, yeah, because oh, no. there's a tough choice here now. It's Leather <laughs> okay, Daddy Gabe. I was, I was oh, gonna no. ask if you could be objective with Adam in the game, but but Daddy Gabe just got flipped, and I'm no longer <laughs> oh, worried about no. that. Okay, this is so a we... great spread. <laughs> okay, so okay, because um... I'm going and thinking I'm gonna hate Exile, right? Big fan of Leather Daddy Gabe, but also Adam is my boy, so you know, like, hmm, see if Exile it... can pull it out. It is important to mention just before we get started in terms of like lore on Adam. Adam is like nine feet tall. That's not a deal breaker. That's, no, okay. no, no, it's it's not a deal breaker. It's just big important. Plus. It's big, just big, important big information to know. Okay, so the first scenario, they ask you to be on their bar trivia team. Something you might not know about Exile is that their paintings of covered bridges are currently featured at the local coffee shop. Something you might not know about Gabriel Santiago, a lobo, is that uh, he drives a restored blue Trans Am. And oh, sometimes man. you might not know about Adam is that Adam can replace a tire in under five minutes and always ask you to time it. I feel no, like I didn't know that about Gabe. Weirdly fitting and yes. yeah. quite strange. <laughs> now so we, now, now you we pick vote, right? who you have a crush on and also who you think everyone else has a crush on. i feeling really confident. We're going into this with a lot of confidence. Okay. I, uh, I, I got some tough choices. I'll be completely honest. I'm, I think I'm switching I'm my answer. Sure. Switching my answer for myself. Mm. All right, I got it. All right, I'll go first. I'm not a very handy person. And if I got a handy man, Adam, I would love that. That sounds great. And we'll crush it bar trivia because cybernetic brain. Hell yeah. Oh, (laughs) hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. Definitely thought that Exile seems like kind of a little nice soft boy. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. That's what my guess was for you. That's who I erased from. And then I was just like, man, I don't know. I don't know. How to change oh, it. No, that was, I actually was about to write exile down too. I switched to Adam at, at the last moment. Dang it! What? And before... I know you were gay before. Really? That. Yeah, I know. Oh. Dang it. No, stop switching. I, I was sure you were gay. Oh my goodness. I was sure. Yes. Oh no, no. I was saying that I for Sanjay. I was oh. about to write down exile, and I wrote down. So oh, I actually okay. did choose Gabe. Yeah. Yes. So everybody that, okay, okay. Good. Oh yeah. I was okay. Shocked. So everybody that picked Gabe was correct. It's not just because he's the leather daddy on the table. But I mean, that factor still played into it. It came up that he had a restored Trans Am and I'm not like a total gearhead car guy, but like I'm a little bit and I was like, okay, that's hot. I want to take a ride in that. And then I want to take a ride later. Yeah. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Pants your face. <laughs> Speaking of being in hell, my choice here 
yeah, it doesn't have to do with being in hell because like I'm happy about this choice. I chose exile here. Yes. Like the, the artistic, the artistic yes. leanings, the artistic sensibilities, like, yeah, I dig it. I dig it. Like, like the fact that point. the fact that he actually got them featured somewhere. I, I, I know it's a local coffee shop, but still like. Yeah. Also, I wasn't aware that exile had ever been successful at anything. So that too. Oh, yeah. Mine is going to throw you for a bit of a loop because mm. I know that most some of you wrote exile, which are incorrect. I got to join the daddy Gabe train. Yeah. Yes. Oh, clean sweep. I can't. Clean I sweep. have to. Like, there's no way. Exile, you're a nice little soft boy. But Gabe, an already fantastic character. I'm not into cars either. But like a restored Trans Am is definitely high on the list of like sexy cars. How can I not? All right. You want to do round two? So the new scenario is you must attend the big game with them at their alma mater. Something you might not know about Exile is that their New Year's resolution is to start keeping a dream journal. That's what they're doing in the art, actually. What a soft boy. Gabriel Santiago submitted a writer's packet to James Corden. Wow. Wait, what? So like what wanted to be a writer on the James Corden late night show. Wow. Um, And Adam is currently writing an autobiographical play based on growing up in a family of psychotherapists. That is you know an interesting that? addition to the Adam War. Mm. That's, that's, yeah, interesting. <laughs> I'm trying to think how many people might have changed here based on that information. It's tricky. Hmm. Kind of an unknown quantity of how strongly people feel about how much James Corden sucks. Yeah, that one is... <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like probably worse than some deal breakers. <laughs> worse than a lot of them, actually. <laughs> Oh, God, you're right. Just wanted to prove that he could do it, you know? Just yeah, wanted yeah, to prove yeah, he true, could get the true. job. I mean, it could be like a scam thing. Like, he is a criminal, like, casing the joint, <laughs> policing James Corden for everything he's worth by, like, becoming one of his writers. <laughs> All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready, too. So, that was devastating on poor Gabe. I gotta say, <laughs> not gonna lie. I don't think I can get past that. Even if it is in some sense of irony... But you know who really turned the corner? Good old Adam with a bit of a uh, creative soft side. Very interesting, very unexpected. I need to know more. Has to be Adam here. I, I figured your comments on Exile being the... Yeah, uh, I thought you switched over to Exile. Boy. I can go next. It's a similar logic for me. Adam showing off that creative side as well. And nine feet tall is a big plus. The Dream Journal just, it's a bit too on brand. Like, my guy, have two dimensions. <laughs> Ah, got that one wrong, too. I figured you would have stuck with Exile. Same. So, well, it slowly dawned on me that uh, Gabe's reveal was not great. I did start to think about it, and I was like, you know, at least he's a writer, right? He's a writer, and he can restore cars. He's got a bit of a heart. I'm sorry. I still want to take a ride. Oh, my God. I'm getting destroyed. I'm getting Adam destroyed or, this round. Or no, Gabe. no, stay, stay oh, 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 Gabe, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting destroyed. I mean, they're both writers with cars, but one of them likes Man. James Burden. Hey, <laughs> he doesn't necessarily like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I All right. Just, just yeah. tried to write for him. Gosh, I, yeah, I missed everybody. Um, I did get myself because I decided if I'm going to a sports game, I want to go with a nice soft boy. And no! So I, no! I got all of you wrong. I got all I switched, of them. I switched to exile. Like, I don't want to. Oh my God, I got destroyed. I, I feel like the play does sound cool, but it just seems like Jack Kerouac bullshit. Um, <laughs> and, and like, it's it's cool. Like, I'm not saying like, I'm not into it. I'm not leaping for it. If it, you know what I mean? Can I tell you about getting serious? The next Yeah, scenario? let's do it. Um, So the next scenario, you must embark on a juice cleanse with one crush. 
Oh, no. Something you might not know about Exile is that Exile plays Dr. Frankenfurter in the monthly Midnight Rocky Horror Picture Show screening. Gabe visited Japan once and won't shut up about it. Um, And Adam entered an amateur bodybuilding contest in Muscle and Fitness Magazine. (laughs) Important lore question about Gabe. Is that like made one run on HQ against Polana? No, they probably a physical trip. Honestly, the Exile is the one that really uh, took a 180 there. You think so? I feel like... What, from being, like, nice soft boy to, yeah. like, chaotic sex being? Yeah. Those two things are, like, closer. <laughs> than... I, I like that. It's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, who else is everybody going to pick up? Hmm. I think I'm ready when y'all are. I'm ready. I'm not yet. I don't feel good about these picks, but, you know. Neither do I. So, the depth mini, just pretty, pretty solid things continue to stack for one particular being here. Not only resourceful, not only has a deep emotional side, but also on the swole side. Combine that with being nine feet tall, I don't know how you can't pick out. I don't understand how you could not pick this. I just like, this is, this is just, you know, there are boxes and they're all being checked. And it's kind of terrifying that so many are being checked. Like confident enough to be like, you know what? I have a goal and I'm going to work for it. And I want to try and, you know what I mean? And do my best at this thing and making myself what I want it to be. That says a lot. Yeah, Adam, yeah. you're just continuing to win here. I, got I guessed incorrectly. I, I uh, audibled off Gabe here. You, <laughs> this you was finally the, too much. You flip the Japan uh, card and, <laughs> and, and he won't shut up about it. And it turns out, you know, our times before were fun. Going to the game at his alma mater was great. Riding around in the Trans Am was fun. Now that he just won't shut up about this, I I don't know. It's not Gabe. I audibled on to Exile. Fuck. Alexis was right. You know, <laughs> that card flipped and it turns out power bottom. Let's go. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew oh, it. man. I got that one wrong, too. I figured you were going to switch over to Adam. Yeah, man. but Adam's continuing to go more top. I don't know. I also made an audible this round. I think... Exile's showing a new side that's very compelling here. The outgoingness, the chaos. There's a lot here to like. I switched over to Exile. Yes, this is the round of Exile. I did it. Yes. And I also picked Sweet Boy Exile. Yes. Perfect round. I love me a theater kid. Um, Some more stuff about these people, though, that you might not know. One crush must pet sit for you while you're gone for a week. Oh, no. This is crazy. Oh, no. Exile is saving themselves for marriage. Gabriel Santiago refers to you as their lover to their work friends. Adam makes their own deodorant. This is a devastating round. What? Yeah, it gets it gets hard. Oh god. Horrible. What? Uh, Man. My God, can Gabe not like get anything? (laughs) Fun fact about me, I got zero right in round two and round three. I definitely don't have any objections to people saving themselves from marriage if that's what they're into. But I feel like just that fact like made me sort of like get a like dweeby vibe off XL, if you know what I mean. There's nothing wrong with making your deodorant in general, but also if you're a bioroid, you might need to. You have a different body. Some it's okay. Yeah, you're literally built different. You might need to make your own deodorant. I picked Adam. Oh, yeah. Damn. Got him. It was the exact same logic for me. There's nothing wrong with the choice that Exiles made. It just, that combined with like the Dr. Frankenfurt, it, there's something very performative about that. That's a plus for me, yeah. the Dr. Frankenfurter, I got to say. But well, uh, it's, yeah. It, it's, yeah. 
it is. It just, it, it strikes me as, I don't know, there's something there that I want to unpack, but I don't want to unpack that while I'm on a work trip and worried, is my cat going to survive? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Adam for me as well. And similar logic, you try throwing Old Spice onto Adam. Th that's not going to end well for anyone. Yeah, at this point, Adam continues to only have positives. It's insane. I guess the kind of being cocky and being like, can you time me? But again, relates to his, has a goal and likes to work towards it. I appreciate that, that quite a lot. Like well, being like, okay, I want to do this thing and I want to do my best that I can at it. Like, I like that. And now combined with like the craftiness of living his life in the way, the, the perfect way. Like, you know what? I can't find the perfect deodorant slash machine lubricant that I need. So <laughs> I'm passionate enough about that. To, you know what I mean? Like to take the time yeah. and make it on his own. Like, I don't see how the, Adam could be negative at all. It's, it's, it's yeah. Insane. And, and like, the timing, Gabe, the timing when he's doing a tire, that might just be like a, a self like check thing, like exactly. uh, for his health. Okay. I kind of buy that more. Cause that actually was one thing that struck me about Adam is the dude has built in tires. It's, it's a little <laughs> weird that he always makes you do it. <laughs> He's yeah, proud he does, and he, wants to see how good he show off how good he's gotten at it. Like that's yeah, that's yeah. nice. It is yeah. true. He probably doesn't have an internal chronometer. Why is he asking you to talk? <laughs> okay. So while I do believe that Exile and Adam are probably the best to look after my cats. Did you seriously um, go back to Gabe? Wow. If I really I, so the saving himself for marriage thing again, there's nothing wrong with it, but like I homie don't play like that so yeah i went i went i went crawling back to gabe wow I knew, what dang it, twist. I knew it would damn it what a twist wow <laughs> that's amazing like okay i might be able to get over that because you know at least at least like he's putting out <laughs> oh, this is devastating i feel like <laughs> the way to redeem gabe here is just like this is all a long con like none of this is real yeah. like and also, like, he's, you know, out to his friends at work. Like, we're together. I didn't take the lover thing to be, you know, like, a sarcastic thing, so. Oh, yeah, it's cute. I like it, actually. You know. Honestly, I'm starting to warm up to the Japan one, too, because maybe he's just I'm so not, excited and loved it so much that he's still, all he thinks about all the time and how he wants to go back and how he's just so amped up about it. It's like, okay, maybe that's kind of charming <laughs> and cute, you know? Or he just totally wrecked some Jinteki Corporation on a run, and it was hilarious. I would have to tune him out constantly. <laughs> yeah. Dude went on one trip in his life, and it's like the only thing he ever did. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> yeah. You work for Titan. You can go on another trip. Another situation we're going to be in is you have to defend the actions of one crush in order to get them into heaven. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> Exile makes a whistling sound every time they breathe out of their nose. Wow. Gabriel El Lobo Santiago, freedom fighter, speaks to you in a baby voice when they want something. <laughs> oh, and, oh, wow. And Adam has completely co-opted, has completely and totally co-opted drag lingo without realizing it. Um, what? <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, uh, hmm. <laughs> This is One a devastating round. Pits of hell. This is an absolute devastating <laughs> round. Wow. <laughs> thing is dr lovegood has to actually do that oh yeah okay. i forgot about the intersection of dr lovegood in this relationship oh wait i'm getting will, dr uh, lovegood and floyd's like religious friend confused. oh the priest yeah I'm, yeah I'm not paying attention enough to the situations i don't think also shout out to the android board game deep lore 
Great board game. Amazing. Absolute point salad nightmare, but I love point salad nightmares. Yeah, that, that game mm. is a gem. So adding a layer to this too, there yeah. is no way that Gabe, his baby his talking voice cannot be like uwu talking. That is it. <laughs> it has to be that. Oh. <laughs> the whole uwu Damn it. speak. Damn it, I'm they finally got uwu into Slums cast. <laughs> I'm it's devastated by this. It's surprising to hear it hasn't been here before. <laughs> oh, Lord. I've made my decisions. I don't think they're I'm good, but I have ready. made my decisions. I've made my decisions. <sighs> These last two rounds have just been... Devastating. Yeah. Oh, wow. Jesus, Alexis. The thing oh, you did just I said. It? Like, I imagine that's also how he would text. Oh, no. I'm doing I... everything in my power to not vomit right now. <laughs> Oh, the thing that has been most devastating to my score is that every time I think that surely this is a bridge too far for Gabe. and uh, It just continues. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out it was just a bridge right back to him. I'm finally ready. So what I'm you're ready. saying is that his online personality, Gabe's online personality, is that of Dragoon Kin. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It might be the same person. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, oh, God. oh my god! <laughs> Shots fired! Shots fired! Oh, he's not even here! <laughs> oh, I just, I just. The... He doesn't That's listen amazing. to podcasts. You'll never hear this. I just meant that they gave might give you two credits when you run HQ. Babe is a weeb. I'm sorry. The whistling sound is just an absolute no go. That would infuriate me. As much as I like Exile. It can't possibly be that. And Gabe, if I have to defend the actions of Gabe to get Gabe into heaven, from only what we know on this board, that would be impossible. And that's without considering all of the, the crimes. It's, it has to be Adam. It's, it's easily Adam. There's no contest at all for me. It's Adam. Adam is a total dream bonus looking like. Yeah. yeah. I would say the only downside of Adam is that they're a little bit too intimidating. Like, am I going to stack up against this nine feet tall hunk of... Amateur of, bodybuilding. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, 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 you know, maybe <laughs> if they're a little, like, clueless about culture and that they need me to help them out, not being, you know, in terms of how they're talking, like, be nice. So, like, yeah, I picked Adam. Yeah, I will echo what everyone else is saying. Honestly, the, the lingo, it's, like, kind of cute where it's, like, he doesn't even yeah. notice that it's happening. It's yeah. like, oh, like, look at, like... You don't really know what's going on, and you just kind of started doing this thing, and you didn't even notice. Like, I think that's kind of cute and charming. It seems like something that might happen if you have a, a cybernetic brain, too. Just like, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Adam's got the smarts, the hot bod, the secret sensitive emotional side, the creative side, and also the cute and charming. Like, what the fuck happened over there? There's no <laughs> negatives. There's not a single <laughs> negative. I don't understand. I feel like Adam just became more and more the ultimate hot Android data from Star Trek The Next Generation here. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So, so you're saying Adam successfully built the board and is now well, unstoppable in the wake. Well, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like see, I can see this, like I can see data, you know, going and like asking Captain Picard about drag lingo. And uh, oh, that's, what, God, that's yeah. what we got. Yeah. I don't know why, but that's how they wrote data and I love them. I was thinking about sticking with gabe um i was oh, thinking on, about it right 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 so I was thinking about it until until we put the pieces together 
about the, the, the pieces Gabe, were there long ago, man. About, <laughs> we about Gabe going full, <laughs> yeah, about Gabe going full weeb. Oh, why you gotta be like so sexy, but not, but also a weeb. Not like who I want to hang out with at all. It's Adam, of course. It's Adam. It's gotta be Adam. You know. Uh, Thank you for coming yeah. to your senses. Um, I will say, I, I was just, worried about you for a minute. Yeah, same. This is just my opinion. It's also correct. But if you're a weeb out there, you're listening, um, your way of life and your way of thinking is 100% better than being a fan of James Corden. Gabe. Is <laughs> Gabe is both. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> right. Like we're, we're, we're not making any statements about lifestyles here. It's not who I'd want to date, though, personally. No. If I had a choice between dating a weeb and J- dating a James Corden fan, they, I mean, they'd have to have a lot of other positive attributes. Oh, wow. They'd have to give me way more than two credits when I run age. <laughs> I can't so, believe what a roller coaster this was. This was such a roller coaster. Oh my wow. Damn. Like the Gabe saga and the Exile saga are so insane. Exile gave just absolute whiplash. The saving himself for marriage card is like the only thing that could have made me audible off exile. Like flip over another card for him and place it over top that one. Let's see what it says. Their underwear is best described as zany. Oh my God. That's great. <laughs> great I mean, that's great. Yeah. I but. mean, there are definitely people who played Dr. Frankenfurter at their local Rocky Horror Picture shows who are also saving themselves for marriage. I'll, t- I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's a specific kind of person, but they're out there and they rule. Yeah. Listeners to the Slumcast who play Dr. Frankenfurter in their local productions of Rocky Horror Picture Show and are saving themselves for marriage. I just want you to feel seen right now. I'd have him watch my cat. Yeah, that's valid. Yeah. Yeah. I would absolutely protect Adam to get it to yeah. heaven. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. You oh, easily. He's he easily must be protected. Punch. See, that was something also at the end where if I pick Gabe, like we're absolutely going to hell together. Like there's, there's no way to defend him. I mean, like, so you also have to be willing to to ride into hell with him. And uh, I was like, yeah, all right. He's going to be talking about Japan the whole time you're in hell. Hell is hanging out with James Corden fan Weebos. We need to figure out who Adam returns the affections to. Do we count oh, you guys didn't think hearts? I would go crawling back? Of course, of course, count your own hearts. You correctly guess yourself. As long as you correctly guessed yourself, then yeah. yes. I've got 13. I've got 12. 15. I also have 15. What does Whoa! this mean? Yeah, how, how do you tie break here? Or does Adam just like both of them? Who picked Adam the most in the number Ooh. of times you picked Adam? I picked Adam four times. Congratulations, right. Alexis. Canonically. Oh, my God. Adam, canonically, come Adam true. likes you. Honestly, like that's I'm fine. Like I like that, you know. Like I think that that is an absolute that. W. Well, it makes sense because he's the one that dies most readily to scorched earth. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> you're wrong. I Technically, I guess. Honestly, he's if you're dying playing Adam. You. If you're playing Adam and you get tagged and all they do is scorch earth you to death, it's like a relief. Like the worst thing in the world is just like they just remove your ID ability forever. Just, just boom me. Like, come on. Oh boy, I have wait, a blank wait. gold ID now. Wait, wouldn't getting rid of his directives just like make him a, like not bound by anything oh, anymore? Oh yeah, like, as, as human fl- as he could be. Oh, flavorfully it's delightful. Still Mechanic- people, mechanically it's miserable. You're not wrong. He becomes a real boy. I mean, I think all this stuff in Data and Destiny where it's like independent thinking, I'm going to get rid of my directive. It's so charming. It's a really good card for Drill Runner, independent thinking. That hammer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
It's just a shame that Adam games don't play out like that. They're not like, yeah. okay, well, today, this turn, I'm not going to be finding the truth. The thing about independent thinking is that it's a good card that you want early, so you'd have to put multiples in there, but you can really only make it work once. And if it was any better, it would just be totally busted. This is exactly the psychological depth that you're going to get in that autobiographical stage play. Well, congratulations, Alexis. So Adam happy. canonically likes you. Someone alert the lore. Who are we now crushing on? All right. So more people to crush on are Kate Mac McCaffrey. Oh, oh. heavy hitter. What? Reina Roja. Ooh. Um, as McCaffrey. Feels weird having both as. Yeah, I'm, I, I would I don't rather know if I like Kate that. than as. All right. Well, all right. We'll we'll take as is also like. Yeah, that I can't. I can't. That. How old is as canonically? Isn't as like a teen? Yeah, yeah that, that, let's let's that, let's not let's, let's not, not yeah, yeah um i kind of want to veto right Ra- uh reina reina okay yeah let's get reina out of here oh yeah, val? Yeah, val val, val yeah, much yes. better than reina yeah I'm the better. only concern i have about val is that i'm not going to be able to be objective but like yeah, i'm not vetoing val i'm already in that hole with kate so <gasps> yes Isla? wow yes. two of the runners that i do the worst at referring to them by the nickname they supposedly want to be called <laughs> Oh my god, this is this is like out. Oh, oh yeah, it's is, Mac this and is Bios. a strong group. Yeah. This is the, this is a strong group of three. Oh my god. This is gonna tear me to pieces. This is gonna be awful. All right, let's do it. Let's find out how they disappoint us. Okay, please, Kate. <laughs> so the scenario, you must partner with one crush on the flume ride. That's the six flume ride at six flags. Something you might not know about Mac, Digital Tinkerer, that they're the DJ on their local freeform radio station. Epic. Yeah, that rules. Val drives the Prius with a coexist bumper sticker. Yeah, I mean... On brand, honestly. Yeah, and Ayla Bios Rahim is nicknamed The Mouth. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Can we say that on, on radio? Oh my god. <laughs> is the FCC about to find us? Oh that my is... god. <clears throat> That's the thing that just happened. I'm oblivious to what's going on here. really cursed. <laughs> Strong first round. I gotta. This say. is yeah. Wow, man, these are gonna be tough decisions for everyone. I'm ready. I am not um, even close. Yeah. Also, sorry if you can hear my cat meowing. Oh no, apologies. Yeah, please okay. do don't apologize yeah. for the cat. Honestly, can like you we, actually hear her. We yeah, want yeah, more, it was cute. <laughs> we want more cat content on the Slums cast. Callie. Yeah. Very much a conversationalist. All right, I'm not proud of myself for it, but I have my pick. All right, I can go first. My favorite Netrunner lady in all the universe got so much cooler. It would be a felony if I didn't pick Kate. It's, yeah. That was too, that was too <laughs> easy. Like, everybody got that, I hope, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, y- y'all are probably not going to be shocked by mine either. Yeah, Kate, that's super cool. I love that super cool. But Val had such a head start. It's Val. That was easy. I picked Kate, even though I wouldn't say that would be my like intro thing, but like, yeah, that sounds super cool. I feel like I don't know enough about music, and so weird music. I love it. I want it. Yeah. Okay, so I tried to not bring my own personal biases into here. And actually, I have fond memories of all three of these runners, so honestly, I'm not proud of it, but I kind of wanted to fuck around and find out, so I chose... Bios, Ayla. I knew Whoa. it. I, I, I knew picked it. wrong. <laughs> I, knew I picked, it. I put Val, and I knew that. Damn it. 
And I'm thinking, you know, not it doesn't have to be something thirsty for her to be called the mouth. You know, she's uh, fucking very passionate about opera. Like Deadpool is called the. It could just be very mouth. sassy. Yeah, so, I just figured she yeah. talked a lot, which rules actually. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's something not naughty either. So yeah, true, 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 true. <laughs> I'm interested. I'm intrigued. Okay. There's a lot so. of powerful things you can do with your mouth. One of them is talking, but mm-hmm. it's not the only mm-hmm. thing. Competitive eating. Hot dog eating. Uh, honestly, oh no, what is she? Too. Oh, yeah. They'd have that to be, be like sick, non-pork hot dogs. The Nathan soy beef hot dog eating champion. Oh, like. <laughs> that'd be great. Both, you both not eat pork together. That rules. Hey, you must go see one of your crush's bands play. Ooh. Um, is that something else about Kate is they're reading The Secret with the hopes of becoming a millionaire within five years. Valencia Estevez wants to drop everything and go to medical school. And Bios has a Dungeons and Dragons live play YouTube channel with 1 million followers. Holy shit, this is strong. This is so strong. This is the polar opposite of our reactions to round two last time. These are lovely people. Does anybody know what the secret is? The secret is that within any box, row, or column of a grid of Sudoku, the digits add up to 45. I think it's Sorry. like a self-help book. I yeah, can, I think it's, I I think it's like a bullshit self-help thing. <laughs> but she also canonically is the creator of Magnum Opus. Yeah, it's on money. brand for her to like... I'm uh, hold on, do... here, here, I've, I've got a blurb. The Secret is a 2006 self-help book by Rhonda Byrne based on the earlier film of the same name. It is based on the belief of the pseudoscientific law of attraction, which claims that thoughts can change a person's life directly. The book alleges energy as assurance of its effectiveness. That's a lot to unpack. All right, I think I got mine. Oh, wait, I need to I'm switch. Honestly. I need to switch my answer. So if you have been cheating, you need to switch your answer. Val is just so, just seems so lovely here. Wanting to drop everything and go to medical school, just like she's a, she's a good person and like she's ambitious. And I mean, she's already like, we already know that she's the champion of the people. And I, I just love somebody who wants to help people and cares about society and everything. And the coexist bumper sticker is a little corny, but like, I, I don't mind a little corniness. I'm a kind of corny person, actually. And Val's hot. I'll, I picked Val. That makes sense. I don't know why I did not write down Val for you, but I... I had uh, another idea. I guess that one correctly. Everything you just said about Val is true. However... Whoa. Like, no, please. You audibled off foul? Yeah. Wow. A million followers. Like, y'all understand understand how much a million followers is? Isla has to be so fucking good at these Dungeons and Dragons live plays. And she's a graduate student while she's doing this. She's got that clout. That's incredible. Like, the the dedication needed to get to that many followers, that's amazing. It's definitely Isla. Is Pants a secret clout goblin? (laughs) (laughs) this is similar to like the bodybuilding like this shows a level of dedication that's really attractive are you ready for a wild twist yeah yes so this one was rough 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 kate has always been my dream lady right would marry her in a heartbeat val nuts crazy good person but then we got ayla over here i do like my ladies to be on the nerdier side we got to have things in common I like to be able to be with people where we have some kind of a shared thing that we like to do. Ayla is the closest so far. So that is who I've chosen. I did not wow. get that pivot correct. That's great rationale. Yeah. I didn't get it right no, that either, makes but, That yeah. makes so much sense. Spoiler alert too. I had Val written down and I crossed her out. No, that's what I picked. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
for a combination of the reasons that Michael and Alexis stated, the mouth is still for me. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> she's nerdy, and uh, she's also got a fun nickname. So maybe it's a reference to like mimics. That's like a Dungeons and Dragons thing. Ooh. Oh, also, also, oh, that would canonically. Damn. Canonically, check this out. They're all three of them are in a band. It says you have to see one of your crushes bands play right yeah so ayla not only is she a graduate student and a nerd who has all these followers on youtube maybe she's called the mouth because she's the lead singer of the band whoa damn you know wow oh wow that's sick right so it all fits it's all good you must share a tent with one crush on a three-day camping trip all right so mac is very active on reddit val sure Oh. Attends meetups in full steampunk regalia. Ooh. Where are the negatives? Yeah. <laughs> what is this round? <laughs> and Bios, Ayla, is fully embracing the Harley Davidson lifestyle. That's funny. What? I love that. What the fuck? That's so funny. <laughs> oh, I okay. That is funny. Wow. AF. Let's see. So now we have nerdy biker girl. Interesting. Ayla would look pretty good in a leather jacket. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I mean, a, we got a, some serious drip. I mean, make some alt arts. <sighs> I feel like I feel but... like people should build a Swift Ayla deck because of this. Keep in mind too, this is Harley Davidson lifestyle. This implies yeah. that she's in a biker gang. That's but who like... she plays D and D with. All right, I oh! request that if anybody. Oh! Does... oh wow, her D and D group is also her bike club. <laughs> oh my god. What was that one biker show? Uh, fucking Sons of Anarchy. This is Sons of D and D. The nerdy twist Val has too. Yeah, that yeah. Was, that's a strong, that's so that's a strong information. This is such a strong round. Heavy. Got mine locked in. I think. I, I do too. All right, all right. I can go first here. Absolutely nothing that I've learned about Ayla makes me go away from that choice at all. Val with the steampunk. Oh, that's so hot. sick. I love that. I think in any reasonable round where I wasn't against like these other three cards, it would easily be Val. It's Ayla. Don't, don't it's do Ayla. me like this. No. Pick Val. I put you for God. I put you on Val each time. <laughs> me you too. motherfucker. I thought the regalia was going to bring you back. It almost it. did. It almost did. God. Damn it. So when Alexis last round was talking about, you know, the virtues of Ayla, I was just like, gosh, yeah, what am I doing? And also I'm a little intimidated by Val, like very cookie cutter. Like maybe I'm, we wouldn't see eye to eye and the steampunk stuff. I'm just like, oh, okay. All right. We can work with this. Also, it's a camping trip. I don't know. Camping. We got to go with a granola person or we're going to die. So I went with Val. Finally. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I, so the only negative on the board so far was Mac. I was like thinking about that and I'm like, you know, I really hate Reddit. (laughs) (laughs) So immediately Mac, unfortunately, was right out. And I was like, oh, that makes me a little sad. So then I started turning towards Val after you flipped that card. Because I'm like, oh, the steampunk, all the other stuff. Yeah, you're right. Coexist, kind of corny. Prius, kind of corny. But, you know, they, they care about people. They care about the environment. So that's cool. And that's kind of sexy, too. You know, plus steampunk regalia. That's awesome. And then 
you flip the Harley Davidson lifestyle card and I'm like, oh, hot D&D leather mama. All right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. All right. I got to stick with Bios for the third round in a row. Oh, my God. This is an upset. Pick Val, both of you. What the heck is wrong? <laughs> I was so close to both of you. And Pick then Val. the other card. This is flipped. a hard decision, okay? And then the <laughs> other card flipped, and I was like, come on. Why is Kate so boring? Compare Kate to everyone else here. We are on one end, we've got wholesome, amazing, smart medical school steampunk cosplayer. On the other end, we have motorcycle riding, D&D playing, mysterious nickname. And then we have poor Kate. Yeah, I DJ, but I also just like read a book and look at Reddit. <laughs> What's happened? I don't know. You probably were able to tell because I talk a lot while doing this, but uh, there's no way that I cannot pick Ayla. That's just so wacky and crazy and weird. Like Val is great. Val is like the safe uh, option. I had you Val. on Val too. See, <laughs> Val is like the safe option. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I got nobody. I got my, oh, my sensible I electric yeah. car driving doctor cosplayer girlfriend. But then on the other side, you just got like the mouth on a motorcycle. Like, <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> like, okay. to be fair, Sanjay is correct though. I think that you most likely would survive you know, on your camping trip by picking Val. Yeah, oh, yeah that's, have, that's yeah, a yeah, very sensible, good safe yeah. option. Val knows how to start a fire and knows how to like make a good some more. Yeah, and, knows, and dress and your like, wounds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Well, the wants to drop everything and go to medical school. That suggests probably knows first aid, at least to me. Yeah, yes. I guess. I mean, you must spend five <laughs> days at Disney Orlando with one crush. Oh, boy. Okay. Mac? You hear their Instagram stories feed playing loudly whenever they're in the bathroom. Kate, what's happening? What the fuck? She's just constantly online. Something about value might not know that while drunk, ask strangers to hit them as hard as they can. Whoa. And Ayla, not sure what they're vaping, oh but it smells bubblegummy. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, man. Kate, get off the computer, Kate. Please, for the love of God, put your phone away. For like it's five like, seconds. It's Netrunner. She's a I feel like Kate, she's I feel on like the computer. Kate, but she's like just Kate like on Reddit and Instagram. This is just like, <laughs> like classic. She's just like, oh no. Yeah. I just learned something about Mac that I don't like. She's constantly online and she creates the magnum opus. She's that timeline's version of a crypto bra. No. No. Kate. Kate. Kate, you were literally like my perfect dream wife at the beginning of this. Look what happened, Kate. She's in the crypto. <laughs> this is dark. I'm taking a little bit of like a more sympathetic tone with Kate. I just feel like, you know, they're not living their best self right now. And that's because their brain's being hijacked by like bad social media algorithms. And like that happens to everybody. Like I'm reasonably active on Reddit. Would I be mortified if you're like, oh, here are the five things about me. One is a Mac on Reddit. Kate doesn't pick, you know, what these cards are. I'm feeling some sympathy to her. Oh, man. The game's starting to get interesting. Yeah. yeah this is getting mm. crazy. These were almost all downsides this round. At some point, you gotta... Mm. Okay, I'm ready. Uh, I'm not I... ready yet. I haven't picked anybody yet. Mm. All right, I, I got it. Okay. So, again, Kate is just the worst. Kate <laughs> is just... God, what's happening? Val? Still safe, but maybe a little freaky. 
So that last one is a little... Asking like, strangers to hit them as hard as they can. Yeah, that's... I feel like that's got some some connotations. That's just like literally the store champ season. Zero was legal with clan vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, and then every so... once in a while, she gets punched and goes, I've had worse. <laughs> but Ayla, Ayla, Ayla. Honestly, I find the blissful ignorance to be adorable and charming. No brain head empty. I find it to be very charming. So you're interpreting this as they're not sure what they're vaping. Oh. Yeah, they're just like, what's I don't get what that is. Like, it's just as, what is that? Like, this just smells good. Oh. I don't know. Oh, I just ensured. Oh, I, 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 I interpreted it I wasn't as sure. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's fine. That's fine. It's open to interpretation. No, it, yeah, like we're, we're allowed to interpret these differently, but it's 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 good to clarify that that's how you read it. Well, huh. that's how I read it. This, this is how Kate yeah. read it. Oh, the, the, no thoughts had empty definitely adds some complexity to that character. I mean, I I'm happy. I, I, I'm I, happy. I, I like no thoughts had empty. Yeah, I'm happy for her to empty your head every once in a while. It sounds like she's got a lot going on. I think yeah. it's quite cute. For me, this was like a damage mitigation round. You know, the the Instagram stories. That's fine. Uh, Kate was never in the running for me. Val, I don't know. Asking strangers to hit you as hard as they can that hints that there might be a real darkness there. Again, I'm not sure I want to be pants. learning this and unpacking it during a five-day trip to Disney. Oh, I swear to God, pants. Pick Val. No, no, this is Ayla. Oh. <laughs> like, do, I, do I like obnoxious smelling vapes? No, but I'd rather that than like the person that I'm dating just walks up to strangers at bars and says, hey, can you please hit me very hard? God damn it, I've picked Val for you every single time. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> So I feel like only one person here seems like they really have their act together. This is like a really sad thing to hear about Val. If, if, no, of course not. And if Val was my girl, I would support her through this, you know? But we're in dream crush land. Um, Val doesn't need to be my girl, you know? And there's somebody else here who is awesome and also seems like they have their act together. I'm not a big fan of vaping, but I think given the body of their work, I want to be with Ayla. And also, last time we were talking about camping, I want a granola person to go camping with. Going to Disney, I need somebody to spice it up. Not spice it up like I get drunk and cause fights. So yeah, I went bios, Ayla. Yeah, so Mac was right out for me because of, you know, crypto. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she wanted to tell me about NFTs. Yeah. And um, <laughs> y'all were right, Val. If we're going to go to Disney. They do have alcohol there. and You are going to get really drunk and then we're going to get kicked out of Disney. It's only then, a two-day so, trip to Disney. It came down to whether or not I could stand vaping. And while I don't really like to see people suck on USB drives, you know, I know plenty of people that do, and they are still very dear to me. Shoutouts to Blue HG. So I was like, okay, I can get over it and still love this person. So it, it was Bios. It was it was Ayla. Oh, Pick nice. Val. Hey. I put Val that every was an single all time. Ayla, Ayla, Ayla round. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Wow. You must take a cross-country road trip with one crush in a small car without air conditioning oh, oh no time to get stanky that's something gross. about mccaffrey is mccaffrey owns a three-foot water bong adorned with a squeaker <laughs> sticker no that just that card just gets worse why, <laughs> why? Why are you oh, God. <laughs> She just went full crypto, bro. Um, yeah, I was defending her. Uh, look at me. Full Silicon uh, Valley. Oh my one God. thing about uh, Val you might not know is that Val never washes their towel because you're clean when you get out of the shower. 
Oh, oh these gross. are Ayla Biosphere. Oh, whoa. Oh, no. Rebirth. Draw a new. It's actually Caprice Nisei. Wait, what? Rebirth. Wait, so, so this is Caprice now instead of, yes. instead of Ayla? Okay. Yeah. okay. And they grew one long fingernail. That's epic. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I actually forgot I put this in the deck. The rebirth card. That's so funny. Oh, Caprice is a cop. No, she's forced to be a cop. And she has to do her work because they're torturing her sisters. Yes, absolutely. This is involuntary cop. cop yeah, yeah, yeah. Copping. <laughs> If you come after Caprice, you come after Floyd. Then, yeah, she's literally yeah. like a tortured prisoner forced to do that because if she doesn't do her psychic police work, then they like kill her sisters, who she loves. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, Caprice. We need to define what is really long. That's a good um, point. Are we talking like half an inch? Are we talking... Yeah, are we talking like half? world record where it like hangs down and curls up? Like where it starts to spin? It's open to interpretation, I guess. For me, I'm picturing at least an inch. Oh, without air conditioning as well. That makes one of these far worse. I mean, one of them already is vaping, so like, tricky stuff. Oh, oh. yeah, that's... Fuck. Oh. I um, forgot about that. Everyone ready? I'm ready. Okay, the Caprice change is huge. Mm. As we've kind of talked about before, I love the Android board game. The lore <laughs> in that game is awesome. And who is one of the characters that you can play? Caprice. So like as a character, ignoring all these things, which honestly only one is kind of sucky. Caprice is such like a deep and cool character. Like there's a whole arc. She has to do stuff so that her sisters don't get tortured or killed or whatever. And she has like secret human boyfriend that like she has to keep hidden and that they'll like murder her if they find out that it's, it's like, it's crazy. She's cool. Amazing character. So much depth. We found Come. out that that boyfriend might play as Dr. Frankenfurter. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like already amazing character who I just love. And now, not only that, we got the D&D. We got the mysterious nickname. She has a motorcycle. She has moments of no thoughts, head empty. Honestly, the one fingernail, I'm going to say it's no more than an inch long. If it's just one fingernail, maybe she like has some weird tech thing that works better with the fingernail. Some kind of scrolly, whatever, pushy buttony thingy that works better with the fingernail. I'm fine with that. Like, honestly, it could kind of be a little bit hot in some situations. Caprice, formerly Ayla, fantastic. Oh my goodness, Alexis. I just, the delivery of that, I just assumed there was going to be a butt and I just could not imagine what it could be. <laughs> nope. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was, that was a roller coaster. But like a roller coaster that just goes straight. I echo 100%. Also, I, I feel like given the facts we learned about Caprice here, like they have a Dungeons and Dragons YouTube channel, vaping, it seems like they've escaped their shackles and I'm so happy mm. for them. And like, I yeah. don't want to project the idea that like, I don't want a partner that has trouble. Like I'm here to support my partner, but I'm just so happy for her and I'm so happy to be with Caprice. What a dream boat. Amen. Yeah. On top of all of the positives we've talked about, the GOAT, the absolute, like, the greatest corp card of all time. Of course, it's Caprice by a mile. This could be 10 <laughs> fingernails really long, and I wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I also went with Caprice and I took the fingernail to be sort of like a, not an actual him thing, because he's kind of a dick, but a Pen Gillette thing, where he's got this one fingernail that he paints and it's like in remembrance of his dad. Oh, okay. She's got this one fingernail that's like maybe in remembrance of a friend and maybe she paints it red. And for her like, sisters. Yeah, it's like for her sisters or something. All right. It's got to be Caprice. I thought the rest of you would also look at the downside cards and be like, oh, we're in a hot car with uh, Stinky Val. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The person who says that I don't have to ever clean my towel. <laughs> I feel like we glossed over the towel thing. Like that's stinky, stinky. Val. I don't like that. I mean, it's not correct about your towels. I feel like it fits. Val just being a really granola person. Yeah, um, yeah. And I'm fine with her. Dang, dang um, wet things get moldy, everyone. Wash your fucking towels. I think the sad thing that we learned here is that, like, Val's a really wonderful person, feeling overwhelmed and, like, just you have to do all this stuff. And, like, I feel like I got in a really bad headspace. And it feels like Val is in that headspace right now. Mm. Tragic to learn. That's probably why she has a 50 card deck doing that too baggage. Much. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, wow. You know what you should do, everybody? You should go play some games of Val versus a Jinteki deck where Honor and Profit is legal, <laughs> have some mental health clinics, play some VRcations, give Val a little bit of a break. I know we play Val just run all the time. When does Val run for herself? When does Val walk, you know? The only thing that gives me pause about Caprice, we all picked Caprice, right? The only thing that really is a bit of a flag of some color other than green is not actually something that appears on the board. It's the one trash cost. Is Caprice going to flake on us? No, it means no, that... No, she's uh, so loyal. The one trash cost represents Caprice's commitment to Jinteki. Okay. I'll leave him. Um, that's that's fine. Don't I, worry I, about I, it. Like, good. Um, that job was toxic for you anyway, babe. Yeah, though I guess relatedly, I feel, feel like one red flag for Caprice is that the chances, if you're dating Caprice, that Jinteki will murder you. Uh, do that's go very up. high. Uh, that, okay, that's um, fair. That's fair. Um, so I would do it for her. Worth. <laughs> I mean, of these people, the person that you're most likely to survive dating is Kate McCaffrey. So I don't think the corp cares about this person. I think Kate is like a homebody. Dating her would ultimately maybe not be that interesting. But also, you're probably going to be like financially stable and she probably yeah. knows what she's doing. But then you have to be like, oh, do I really support this lifestyle, though? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Let's tally them up. I had an extremely good round of 19. What? Holy what? shit. I have Are 17. you serious? I am completely serious. Wow. I had 17 and I assumed I was crushing it. Wow. I had 12. I had 12 as well. But I got wow. Y'all kept guessing no, Bell for yeah, me, which like really sorry. Yeah. This is one of the only times I've picked four different people out of three. Are you ready for a nice, happy lead off from old Caprice in the Android board game? Oh, yes, please. <laughs> it's not happy. This one is titled, They Were Screaming As They Dissolved. Uh, we oh, love you. No. We love you, sister. Why have you failed us? Please help us, Caprice. She woke screaming, gasping. Was it a dream? It must have been a dream. Please let it have been a dream. Isn't that great? Fuck. Dude. Woof. What the great? fuck? And then just fucking. That's rough. Wow. Um, There's a lot about the sisters that I really... I will say when I'm oh. playing Android, like my biggest uh, weakness is that I my number one priority is not racking up points. I want to get the good ending on all these stories because it is devastating mm. if you don't. Yeah, it just let this let this uh, start the thirst for this board game. It's a beautiful, beautiful, like just don't, don't you don't even, don't play it. Just, just read it. Just read it. Speaking. Just interpret it as a really weird shaped book. Speaking of thirst. 
I'm going to put my Android board game away because it's all over the place right now. Well, playing this game of Dream Crush, actually, these two games of Dream Crush was fantastic. I would say for me, it's not enough thirst. Uh, We do have to end the episode sometime. So before we let you go, we do have to do, classically, one of our segments that takes the longest, has the most discussion. We really go into the odds and ends of how it's going to impact tournament play and our decisions in this segment and and how they would be impactful to the game of Netrunner. That's right. It's time for Banner Nab. So this week on Banner Nab, we would like our two guests to pick a card or cards and tell us whether you would ban or nab them. Rubicon switch again. Ban. 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 Yeah, same. And Alexis, do you have a card for ban or nab? Magnum opus. Nab. 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 Same. And with that, I believe we have to move on to the next segment, which is the end of the episode. If you liked what you heard on this episode of The Slums Cast, a.k.a. Netrunner Dream Crush Delivery Mechanism, go ahead and follow The Slums Cast, a.k.a. Netrunner Dream Crush Delivery Mechanism on whatever podcast distribution networks you use. If you happen to use one that doesn't have The Slums Cast as a thing you can follow, let us know. That's weird. We want that to not be a thing. Go ahead. Feel free to leave us a rating or a review as well. That helps us show up to more people, which I guess probably informs you morally on whether you want to do that or not. In addition, we'll have some links in the show notes. We have Slumscast merch. We have an audiobook. We have an ebook. Feel free to pick those up if you're interested in supporting us in other ways. But more importantly, we have special thanks to give. Special thanks, Sanjay, Alexis. Thank you so much for being on the cast. It was a pleasure. Good to finally make it on here. Good to finally have you both. I guess let's start with Alexis. Are there any shout outs you would like to give while you're here? you haven't heard about it the most hip and happening place for not netrunner content you should check out the stim hacks live chat i will leave it up to you to put where how to get there but it is my lifeblood it is my favorite online place in the world and i love it to death it is so fun and just so wacky and shit posty and you gotta you gotta experience it for yourself you know oh all of us met i believe yeah, and uh, that should tell you something. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Secondary shout out to I mentioned it a couple times at the beginning, Abram Jobs Reboot Project. It is really bringing Netrunner kind of back to life in my area, which everyone here can really appreciate. It's a really cool project. You should check it out. Uh, Sanjay, shout outs. I, obviously, I got a shout out to Laura Williams for co-authoring Dream Crush. Shout out to Quinns for finally getting back into Netrunner, even if it's just in the form of playing Dream Crush. And uh, shout out to me for also being a co-author of Dream Crush and just being one of my favorite people. And fulfilling your goal of getting mentioned on this podcast once again. Oh, I don't care about this podcast anymore. You already mentioned me. Wow. doesn't matter anymore. All right, Oof. we're going to have to scrap this episode. <laughs> Got the feed. Cannon. <laughs> the whole thing. Definitely cutting that from the final <laughs> episode. But if you have any questions or comments, the best place to reach us is the places that we're going to mention in the show notes. We have an email. We have Stim Slack. We have uh, that that we have Twitter account, Reddit account. I don't know. There's ways you can find us. Whatever. If you have any concerns, you can't find us actually.
imagine a world where like Android was a huge hit such that they like yeah. put out expansion packs to Android where it's like oh my five, God, don't. five more five more characters with like five more sets of cards and mechanics and something. That would be a I would die. I would That'd die. be so good. I would die, literally. Like I could not handle it. Should oh my God. Me, Alexis, should we? Should it's, Alexis, it's one of those, no, one of those memes. Work. Me on my uh, way to drop more trauma on my unsuspecting yeah. customer I, I, base. I was, ju- I was just going to say, Alexis, should we like make those? But that's like way too much work. We shouldn't. <laughs> it just feels bad because it's like, that's like old FFG deep lore. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just yeah. doesn't feel right to write yeah. that. Yeah. It's like, well, you have there. to make your own. But then it's like, eh, yeah. It's like, Like, I have characters I love. Like, I can imagine Android existing and Kate being a character. I would die, literally. I would stop reading immediately. My heart would stop. (laughs) We learned today, apparently Kate's more boring than we thought. Pretty pretty boring. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll accept. It's because we don't have the Android board game iteration of her. (laughs) Yeah, but then she might be like, there might be too much lore on her and it might be all bad. (laughs) Like, because when I mentioned that caprice was a cop i had forgotten about the other stuff yeah and then he brought it up and i'm like oh in the back of my mind i knew this because i've read world of, of android and i've read the wikis that go along with the android universe and i was like you know it's frustrating it's, oh. you can't find any wiki content about the android board game stuff i feel yeah. like we need to take action on that where hmm? where did i read that then i thought i read it on a fan wiki but maybe i'm wrong it's There's very a light. little bit, yeah. Th- like it, they definitely haven't like made it easily accessible. All the information that's in this game, like, like I couldn't even find a scan of her player card online. When I was yeah. Playing. Oh wow. I mean, for all I know, like uh, everybody knows that uh, like all the secrets of Android, and they're not actually secret pulp things. They're just in the game. There's like a card you didn't notice yet. <laughs> well, well, pants didn't know <laughs> that, that explicitly uh, Caprice that... and Exile were dating. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that, that, that blindsided me when yeah. I learned that. I was like, "What Caprice? Well, just, I I just can't see it. Like, one of, <laughs> well, one of yeah. these is such a good card; the other one is such a bad card." There's there's that tough thing where like there's a few cards in the game where like their strength mechanically doesn't match like who they are. They mm-hmm. seem as a person like Exile like. It kind of fits because, like, he's like in a bad place. Like, so the fact that his card doesn't work. Like, is Nasir supposed <laughs> to be like a bumbling fool? Like, he kind of, I guess he kind of reads like that in the lore. But then there's some characters where you're like, I mean, Nero, cool as hell. Badass. Like, yeah, like, yeah, not, like, like Nero, Nero he's not supposed to be like a game defining ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, like, is what you get from, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know, like, why Khan, who's, like, this bounty hunter, is like, I love wacky shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> like, how does how is that putting a hit on people, you know? Yeah. Um, well, and, and how is how is jacking out when you encounter a sentry being an information broker? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I feel <laughs> like, like the, the, <laughs> the, the, the Zaya ability almost feels like that should be Nero. Oh, that'd be good. I yeah. feel like... Um, when I one one thing about Khan is I learned what a skip tracer is. Like it sounds like a little delightful thing. Like oh, skip what tracer. I, I did not realize skip a skip tracer is a, is a bounty hunter. Um, oh, an, yeah. And so huh. like the only way Khan's a, a whole mechanic makes sense is that she also doesn't know what a skip tracer is. It's like I'm a, I'm a skip tracer. Ooh. <laughs> Look at me, I'm tracing some skips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>